That's no good. They won't wake up. What do I do? Mr. Ringo! <laughs> what are you? Is this girl under the control of a demon? You're all interfering! Now that you people are here, we won't get any happy dreams! I don't think she is. Him too. What are you doing? Get off your ass and come help us out! I don't care if you have tuberculosis! Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where I can feel you scurrying around inside me. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Creating friends, demons. Demons? Oh. Demon slayers. <laughs> and this week, we watch Haru Sotazaki's Demon Slayer, Mugen's Train. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? Well, we are under the influence of... And we've had this one before, but we're bringing it out for the big 5-0. Hell yeah. We are at episode 50, and it is going to be an extravaganza. Can you believe we've done a podcast no. for this long? When you when we started this podcast, truly, what did you think was like the over-under for us that we would stop? Probably like 20. 20? Yeah, I guess that's probably like fair enough. 20 weeks of doing something. That's still several months. Well, we started in the... In the year of COVID, right? We started in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. We started in like, Oct no, we started in like September, October of 2020. So we had a lot of time on our hands. We definitely did. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't a working man at this point, but. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> Things have really changed. I've gotten my life That might have been the, uh, the one key aspect of this whole thing was your unemployment. Yeah, that was true. This all spawned you out. You had of, a lot of free time to work on stuff like this because God knows you do more work on this than I do. I I at least get the ball rolling, and then uh, you I'm lucky knock if it out I get the through the whole anime or, or the movie. I'm lucky then, if you watch the movie. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> In terms of getting anything out of the and show. understand what the hell I'm watching. <laughs> well, I'm not really you know hitting that bar either. But hey, like you said, this is an extravaganza. This is a special episode. We're actually taking a road trip. If you're watching this video component, which I've said before, and almost probably definitely you're not going to be watching this at all. Yep. We're on a train right now. We are. We're traveling, uh, I guess just... We got the whole crew. Well, the craziest thing is I didn't even know that we had booked on the same uh, train as the Vipers. <laughs> the Vipers yeah, are on the, it. Yeah, the, the Tampa Bay Vipers are on this train. Patrick? Uh, well, definitely Patrick, but yeah. I saw some celebrities when I was, you know, giving my, my ticket to... Uh, to the, the ticket puncher guy. Did you? I saw Michael Bay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I uh, couldn't believe it. I, obviously, he he's seen some of our live action, you know. Well, I was surprised that you didn't see Michael Bay because he definitely saw you. He was borderline checking you out. Whoa, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, that, that was just. I, I don't <laughs> I don't think. Uh... Daddy Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate dad. Don't be discriminatory against, you know, Michael Bay. It could just be a respect thing. Yeah. He maybe not as like sexually turned on by no, you. No, I think he he appreciates my casting ability, and uh, he's probably wants to bring me in and uh, maybe cast his next uh, live action. Yeah, maybe maybe he's here as like a, as a, a scout of some kind. Well, <laughs> I, I'm kind of scared to walk up to this guy. I mean, I mean, we're doing Demon Slayer, which I'm sure somebody. And it's not been announced, but sometime in the future, somebody is probably going to try to do because this is huge in terms of popularity and just the amount of money 
that this, you know, uh, series is making. It's crazy. I think this movie has a lot more potential to be good than what it actually is, and I think we'll probably get there, you know, when we get there. <laughs> but, oh, hey, Gus! What's up, buddy? Oh, fuck. Um, hey, guys. Nice to see you. I didn't know we were all taking a trip on the train. Dude, he fucking brought Beth. What? That's his... That's his that's that's the girl that I saw on the couch, the the real doll. Oh my god! Hey assholes, I can hear you whispering about me. You're only like five feet away. Uh, sorry, Muskie. <laughs> I didn't know it was just <laughs> like that, my friend. I mean, I'm glad you're 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 taking Bethany out in the town, or at least out on the road, if the tracks, I guess, maybe more accurately. Yeah, can I go over and say hi to her? Keep your distance. I mean, she's got a mask on. I know the we're uh, we're avoiding the air travel right now because Omicron. But <laughs> just just stay back from my 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 sweet my sweet lady. All right, I'll keep my distance. <laughs> so <you'd laughs> I, like, quite honestly, I probably don't want to get near her. There's no telling what you've done to her. Hey, I mean Beth is her own woman. Just because I'm dating her doesn't mean I desecrated her. You you sick motherfucker. Okay. Hey, well. We'll check back in with you in just a second there, Muskie. It feels like, you know, you're usually at the the tail end of this one. We probably want to get to pretty much everything else before we even see you at all, my friend, to be honest. But, hey, Dad, why don't we uh, jump into a little bit of the, the facts about this movie? What is some information that you wanted to share? I guess until we uh, get into the, the meat of this episode. Well, this is now the highest grossing anime movie of all time. And, uh... I don't know if I find that shocking or not. I do, for sure. I mean, I find it shocking for what this movie is, but maybe not what it represents. I mean, by a lot, too. And I don't know, honestly, after watching it, I don't get it. But, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I think this is kind of in the same realm as a discussion about something like Marvel. How fandom is really the only driving force that matters anymore. You know, blockbusters will essentially be the only home to movies, and stuff like Demon Slayer might be the only thing holding on for (laughs) big uh, animation screenings. You know what blew my mind is that in 2020, Demon Slayer generated a trillion yen, which is $8.75 billion. Wow. That is mind-boggling. So the is it like merch I mean, it, sales, yeah, I mean it's everything involved. that's you know falls underneath the Demon Slayer. I mean, video games, mm. the whole franchise. Mm. Not that's just, really impressive. <laughs> In twenty twenty of all the years, it seems like there's some things that get people like really out and about in spite of the pandemic. Mm. I can't believe it was Demon Slayer, but I mean that's the crazy thing. I mean it was released during COVID nineteen. Yeah, and, um, October of that fucking yeah. year. It was it was something that I'll probably never really fully understand. And I've had some conversations with people who like Demon Slayer, and I'll probably bring that up a little bit yeah. later. I actually was curious about it because I had heard about the fact that, you know, this movie was now the highest grossing anime. So, you know, this the series is on um, Netflix, and I watched some of it. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's cool. But mm-hmm. um, for it to be the highest, you know, to beat out Spirited Away, that just seems... It feels like, you know, Kingpin Miyazaki should have that top spot. For that to be taken away from him by what is really not even a movie doesn't sit right with me. It really doesn't sit right with me. Because, I mean, literally people, I guess fans of the the show got mad because it was literally the highest grossing film of 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were, like, thinking that it should get, like, an Academy Award nomination. And I was going to say right now, no. No. 
Not no, a chance. This doesn't deserve Academy. I mean, come on now. No, no. Uh, well, I see you have like the what is ostensibly the top ten right now. Do yeah. you wh- what is what is the top ten now that we have for the the most? Uh, well, obviously, Demon movies. Slayer is now one. Then number two is Spirited Away. By Three, about $110 million? Yeah. I mean, just blew it out of the water. Wow. And uh, Your Name is three. Howl's Moving Castle. Ponyo. I can't believe Ponyo yeah. is top five. <laughs> <laughs> that surprises me. It's one of my favorites. I know. You're, yeah. You've been a Ponyo truther from a very early episode, and <laughs> it seems like we're maybe never going to watch it on this show, but we'll keep joking about it. Uh, weathering with you, which I don't know what that is. Uh, I've seen that one. It's like another two hour movie. I mean, she can control the weather, I think, is the, the whole gist of it. Seven is Stand By Me, Doraemon. That one I've seen before, but not like seen, seen, but seen the, the movie title. I have no idea what it's about. Eight, Princess Mononoke. Mm-hmm. Pokey, uh, uh, po- Pokey. 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 <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> The first movie, mm. and then The Secret of uh, Arietti. Arietti I didn't expect to see on No, there. I didn't either. So these are the top ten all time? Yeah. And Arietti is on the top ten? Yeah. Holy shit. I did not expect that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess good for And Demon's although I, there is no live action, they actually had a stage play. That adaptation. was one of my spotlights. I couldn't believe that. They do that all the time, though. Stage plays. Really? Like random. Well, they have like... Murakami stage plays from like some of his weird novels and stuff like that. I mean, stage plays feel like they happen all the time. And to just show how popular this is in Japan, I mean, literally the prime minister of Japan is quoting it in the House of Representatives, stuff like that. Mm. I mean, the politicians in Japan have actually used the patterns and logos from the series in their campaigns in 2021. That feels exploitive. It kind of feels like uh, Hillary Clinton trying to get on, like, memes in the 2016. Like, things are being co-opted for political reasoning. I mean, the prime minister said that he read all the volumes of the series. That feels like he's playing And that he would improve the conditions of anime and the manga industry. No, this guy is just trying to siphon votes from the otaku. Fumio Kishida, you (laughs) sick fuck. Are you kidding me? This is, like, this is really bottom-of-the-barrel pandering. Next thing you know, Donald Trump's going to come out and say he's a fan of Demon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think the Demon Slayer movie is pretty good. Um, I had no problem with the fight scene at the end, and uh, quite frankly, I'd probably bang the little girl, too. <laughs> Jesus, Trump. I'm gonna <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that that really is kind of crazy. I mean, if you are kind of trying to get in on like the meme, anime, whatever pop culture reference you're trying to use to get votes... You can Pokemon go fuck yourself, in my opinion. And then Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, 98% from the critics, 99% audience score. And it's 10,000 plus. I mean, people just... 99 audience score for 10,000 plus ratings. Yeah. Holy fuck. I mean, I was reading people, like, you know, some of their reviews, and, like, people were, like, crying, and it was all kinds of crazy. And it seemed like there was a lot of dads that got pulled into this, and, of course, the Dads. dads were like... Yeah, I, I don't know. My my daughter filled me in on it. I mean, but you know, uh, I'm not sure why I'm here. But you know, was that th- those were the audience scores? It was just like middle aged men. Like, uh, not, no, not necessarily. But I was just reading different. You know, where mm. it seemed like people got pulled into these things, and uh, you know, were actually saying, yeah, you know, I, I thought it was okay. You know, yeah, <laughs> they have no understanding of it. I can't. As myself, I had no understanding. Uh, no, I I can't say that. I did have a little understanding of it, but well, you definitely need to watch. You know the the original um, um, the show. Sh- show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, as I was going to say before, I had actually a, a recent conversation with someone who considers themselves like a rather big Demon Slayer fan. And this was just a random conversation out of the blue. But I asked them about some of the things that I had trouble with in regard to what I guess this is a quote unquote movie. And they loved this. They said it was everything they were hoping for. It hit all the beats that the manga uh, had before. And I think that speaks more to what people are looking for in movies. It's almost mm-hmm. like they want the fulfilling prophecy of whatever sort of joy they've already gotten from something else. Same thing with the Marvel stuff, like right. I brought up before. Right. But that's one person's opinion that I just randomly solicited in real life. So let me try to get some internet's opinions in here. So uh, the first one up, I got uh, Dominette on July 15th, 2021 for one star. We had a very hot summer day and I might be suffering from heat stroke because apparently I forgot that it's not 2001 anymore. I am not in high school and I do not have the patience for this shit. I mean, what was that? Some fight scenes that are about 25 minutes of yelling and crying. And this has been getting great reviews from grownups. Stuckum gave it an A minus. What the hell? This is essentially what we just said. I mean, I can't believe whoever's watching this movie can look at it objectively enough to give it Who's something Stuckman? like Stuckman? I guess I'm fucking critic. <laughs> Why they, they think Stuckman is just the, the be-all, end-all of opinions, I don't really know. But, you know, maybe I'll have to look up some of their critique work. Uh, I have another one star, uh, star by Shigurs on May 12, 2021. Uh, One-word review. Exposition. And... I'll lightly hit this because I think we both have uh, similar issues with this, but that's like 85% of the dialogue in this movie is just explaining shit. Yeah. And I think a lot of fantasy sci-fi stuff, and I've said this before, has real exposition problems, and it almost kills a project for me. It's like dead in the water. If I hear an exposition problem, I'm, 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 I'm out. I'm out. Uh, another one and a half stars by Diego Diaz. On July 19, 2021, I'm low-key fascinated by this as a media phenomena. It's mostly a run-of-the-mill battle shonen with little to show for it other than expensive animation, yet what's unique is its relation to the series. Other huge anime franchises that get uh, feature movies will have them be completely unrelated to the main story, but here, it's marketed as an integral part of the experience. Food for thought, would you pay to watch uh, Ozymandias, Granite State, and Felina if you wanted to see the end of Breaking Bad? And that was the question that they posited in the thing. But I think it's true. This movie was marketed and put out and even made specifically to just fill in all this extra stuff that they were doing with the show. And I think that's maybe why I had such an issue with it. I like the the filler stuff. You remember like Cowboy Bebop, how that was sort of a, a random mission on a Halloween night? I would have maybe preferred something like that than yeah. whatever this is. Uh, I got a couple more. Uh, one by Noah Kim on May 25th, 2021, half or one and a half stars. The only good part was when the dude turned into the train. That was an effective plot twist. I thought that was kind of genius. Because how many movies have, like, obviously a train as a component, whether they're riding on it, trying to get on the train, trying to get off the train. How many people have been the fucking train? I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think there's ever been a movie where the person, the bad guy becomes the train. Yeah, well, good on Demon Slayer. Yeah, they really turned that one on their head, but they completely <laughs> ruined it. And I'll get into that when I get to my spotlight. But uh, we got two more one and a half stars by Misty Landscapes on April 30th, 2021. I am in shock. Having seen it now and knowing that this is the number one selling film in Japan, probably for a very long time, it's a complete shame in filmmaking, especially in Japan. Poor Miyazaki. <laughs> Do you think Miyazaki, like, 
had a drink to himself. Do you think Miyazaki's like a drinker at all, where he would just have this happen and then be completely distraught? Yeah. He just goes on a bender and then starts, you know, destroying shit and screaming out. Yeah, he has a... Demon Slayer, what are they kidding me? He has a Christian Bale-level meltdown with his (laughs) wife and all his animators. What the fuck? I dedicated my life to anime. Yeah, they're using computer-generated bullshit. That seems like something to be pissed about. Uh, And then finally... I have uh, two stars by Joe Schremer on June 10th, 2021. I don't care that you have tuberculosis. <laughs> and that was the funny thing with uh, that kid, because that happened. I mean, I'll bring this up in my spotlight with everything else, but I've, I've had a lot of tuberculosis comment. Whoa. Holy. What? Dad, the lights just went out. What? Everything is fucking. Hello? <laughs> What's going on? Oh, shit. Oh no! Oh! What? Oh, oh the, the lights! They came back on! Whoa! Somebody! What? Somebody, please! Is that Musky? It is! Musky, what's going on? You okay? Oh, this is. Oh my god, is there a doctor? Is there oh a doctor? Can god. anybody help me? Beth! Excuse Tosie. me, pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> Little Wayne? We're not talking about your Dr. Carter ass. We need a real doctor. Oh, come on, little Wayne. We've got a freaking serious situation here. It looks like Beth doesn't have a head. Gus looks miserable. Beth needs a critical condition on the floor. She won't be taking bad shots from Musky no more. Must be satirical, hoping for a miracle, calls out for an aid. Can I get some help from my real doll, Joe? But as the jizz leaks out from her lips, a noise comes from behind. Bang, bang, Muskie's real dog, killer knocked off her android head. Clang, clang, Muskie's real dog killer made sure that she was dead. Uh, what the fuck was that? You guys just play some dumbass music after my goddamn girlfriend wife was just decapitated? Muskie... I'm sorry, brother, but you're in the 50th episode special, so... Yeah, we have some music prepared, (laughs) but hey, uh... This has gotten really complicated. So, wait, can you explain to me what exactly just happened? The lights went out, and all of a sudden, Beth has been... Yeah, she's been attacked! She's been murdered! Somebody... Somebody just came out of an OED and... And... And killed my woman! Actually, I am here to, uh... To solve such a crime! Who the fuck was that? What is going on? Uh, my name is, uh, is Monsieur, Monsieur, uh, tight ass, Pinois. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, I'm this glad is, is here. <laughs> <laughs> Monsieur Titas Pinois. I, I don't understand what's going on. So you're a detective of some kind? Yes, sir. I was in another cart and I heard uh, the disturbance and, you know, thankfully I am one of the world's greatest detectives. Uh, holy shit. Is that little Wayne? Excuse me, pardon me. Yeah, man, listen, we have yeah. this whole thing, and yeah. he kind of needs the, the poor... Yeah. Dad, you want to just give it to him? Yeah, we got to get it over with, or okay. he's just not going to shut up. Okay, okay, good. Here good. we go. Wow, this is taking quite the dramatic turn. So, we have I a, need a drink right now, I mean... I'm stressed out. <laughs> we got an android murder on our hands, I mean, this is crazy, and Muskie's probably going to lose his shit any moment here. Yeah, Muskie is, uh, is probably... <sighs> 
a bad look and a few unthought-out uh, words from just popping his fucking cork on us. So <laughs> maybe we have to lead this up to uh, Monsieur Pinois to maybe try to try to figure out this mystery. Do you think you can probably, you know, weasel us out one by one and see who's probably the murderer here? There, uh, Pinois. Yes, sir. I will. Uh, I will look over all the evidence and I will be. Uh, I guess back after every category to let you know what I found. Very efficient of you. That seems well thought out on your part. Yeah, get on it, man. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is you know, dire. Red fucking code everything right now. We need your help. Uh, so I guess while Pinois runs off into the other cart to try to figure out what the fuck just happened, do you want to shine your spotlight on a few things about this movie, Dad? Yeah, first thing is the... Um they don't do a bad job with CGI. I mean, compared to other things that I've seen, and I don't know if this is like a new trend in animation to like, you know, sprinkle in. Well, I don't know if it's new, but they actually don't do a bad job. But at the same point, I don't think it ever belongs in a hand-drawn, you know, animated movie. You the hybrids I mean? are not. Yeah. Yeah. The hybrids like are they're uncanny valley type of thing. Yeah. It really, it, it goes out of its element too much. I mean, because I had that this was some of the better CGI that I've seen, and at least in the movies that we watched, because I know there were some really bad examples in something like King of Thorn. I thought the CGI was really bad. But some of the examples here were fine. But then it started to get worse, I guess, the longer they, they well, went. Well, like it. I said, I mean, I think they do an all right job, but hmm. at the same point, I'm just not a fan. I mean, you either do, you know, hand-drawn animation or you don't yeah and it's a lost art it feels like something that's become i'm sure it's got something to do with cost yeah that's pretty much everything everything comes yeah. down to fucking how much money it costs so that's a damn shame and this particular movie has what i haven't experienced a whole lot in uh of course we have but the anime facial expressions like the all all that symbolism i mean what's that all about that's what just, do you mean well, you know how they show the goofy faces, you know what I mean? Oh, they like represent Ren Goku is like becoming big. It's like, when did you become big all of a sudden? That type of thing. Yeah, or you know when they have weird little eyes or their mm. eye, you know, or they they show you know all these different like their little chibi chi looking. Yeah, mm. and then you know like they were all spinning around. What's the name of the guy with the flame? Uh, uh Ren Goku. Yeah, Ren Goku, mm. and just you know it just. <laughs> It just seems to cheapen the movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, it does feel like that's only okay in TV anime. Uh, but when, I guess because this is not really even a movie, it makes it even kind of acceptable. But I don't like when they do that. I don't like, it kind of breaks the illusion of whatever story they're trying to tell me when they go into these, yeah, exactly. like you said, these little like miniature versions of themselves who are having this whatever crisis at yeah. the moment. But obviously that's a uh, anime trope of sorts. But <clears throat> very anyways. much so. And then there's the whole like announcing your attacks. Mm -hmm. um, it reminds me of like when you kids were, you know, into Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff like that. Like there's some like you know like you have to pull out your attack and then you attack one guy with your attack and then he comes back at you. And mm -hmm. I just think it's sort of weird. Well, I I'm gonna jump right into what I have to say about essentially the same problem is. The monologues is really the, the, the problem with me, and the exposition is one of it, but, like, the way information is delivered in this movie is often internal. A lot of the stuff that you see with someone like Enmu, who is going on this long diatribe about why he likes to be this sadistic whatever demon, but he's doing it completely to himself. He's not having a conversation with 
Tanjiro or whomever. He's just fucking recounting all this shit to ostensibly the audience. And I think that sort of uh, exemplifies a problem with a, a lot of contemporary anime and how their characters interact with one each other. Because it feels like everything is just like internal struggle. All just like this thought bubble whatever right. they're, they, they're just they never say anything <laughs> it freaks me out i just couldn't believe they were having these long fucking drawn out things where nothing was really being gained and ultimately that manifests itself in the fact that enmu explains that he's the train right after he's killed but if he had just shut the fuck up and just continued to be the train the movie would have taken a much more interesting turn they could have you know, drawn out this thing longer. It's like, oh, well, things are still, you know, happening and weird on this train. What's going on? And then they could slowly bring to the forefront that he is the train. This right. is still happening. The fact that they bring in a Kaza at the end or whatever this person's name is it feels unnecessary. They just wanted to kill off Rengoku. If they just committed to the train thing, I think you could have drawn that out and made it a much, uh, even more interesting psychological type of movie. I've... It was a really, you know, waste of an opportunity for me. Uh, and the only other, you know, spotlight I had here, because we already brought up the anime stage play, and I just thought that was bizarre. But <laughs> th the idea of tuberculosis, and the reason I have spent so much time in the last week working on this, and not the last two weeks, uh, which we've given ourselves to do it, was because I was playing Red Dead Redemption constantly. Did you? Uh, did I tell you about that game at all? Yeah, I saw you playing it. It's really incredible, but one of the main characters ends up getting tuberculosis. So I'm all, <laughs> I'm all kind of wrapped up in this tuberculosis thing. So I couldn't believe it when it happened in the movie. But something that made me laugh about that game was that he couldn't get pussy. He was like this most handsome, like you know, manly man. He gets tuberculosis, but at no point can he get pussy. I tried desperately for like a week to get this cowboy outlaw any pussy when he has like tuberculosis. It just didn't work. <laughs> and it just, like, getting no pussy in the West, being a true outlaw. Can you imagine an out being an outlaw, like, just like shooting up people, robbing stage characters, and just getting no pussy at all? No. It feels like it comes with the territory. Like, if you're going to be a... <laughs> it feels like if you're going to be a bandit of some kind, like, you at least are going to participate in some prostitution. I couldn't even pay a hooker to hang out with Well, me. that seems like any Western. They always pull into town, and there's always the, the whorehouse, and then they they just immediately go to the bar, and then they, you know, grab yeah. a freaking whore and go upstairs. How many point. outlaws do you think were virgins? Do you think a lot of outlaws, like... How many or either that or rapist. I, mean, I feel like you're probably <laughs> <laughs> more likely a, a sexual deviant as an outlaw than a virgin. That but seems I, to be a, a classic freaking scene in a Western, too. Just men <sighs> taking advantage of women. I hate that that's a classic scene in a lot of movies. How many movies have a classic scene of, or at least an infamous scene of someone being sexually assaulted? And that being like a trope of the genre. Well, remember the Clint Eastwood movie, High Plains Drifter? Mm, I don't even think I've heard of that movie yeah. before. <clears throat> well, he comes into town. He's actually sort of like a ghost or something you'd have to watch the movie but he just comes he's in he's a ghost he, he's a ghost cowboy yeah well he, he, like he's <laughs> I, i'm not gonna get into the whole um yeah now we're on like westerns yeah but no he just comes into town and there's this woman and he just grabs her and brings her into this like barn or something rapes her and oh. like nobody in the town does anything about it <laughs> I hate that. Why did anyone think that was, like, good storytelling? The fact that we've just used women's bodies as, like, trauma objects yeah. in all these films. It's, I mean, 
It's not for me, obviously. But, hey, oh, shit, it looks like, uh, <laughs> Monsieur Pinois is coming back into the, uh, to the booth here. Monsieur, uh, did you, did you figure anything out? Uh, yes, sir. I have, uh, I have looked over the evidence and I have, uh, done a few, uh, interviews. And, uh, I have made my first deduction as to who has not committed the crime. And, uh, to anyone at home who's wondering how we're doing this, I'm just gonna draw randomly. Because we've set aside one name, who is the villain, uh, and then slowly we're gonna weed out who isn't. So, Dad, I guess, would you actually like to pick, uh, who is not one of the killers? Yeah. Obviously me. Yeah. <laughs> you and me are fine. Yeah. We didn't do this. Yeah. Dr. Carter. Wow, looks like Little Wayne is uh, exempt from uh, whatever's going on. But hey, the, the man doesn't want to go back to prison. <laughs> he really doesn't. Yeah. He even kind of came in when you know someone even was asking for a doctor. Been, you know, yeah, looking for his pardon pour every week. But I think he's going to med school. I think that's what uh, you know. Little Wayne is trying to get his life back on track, get himself off drugs. He's just going to become you know a doctor of some kind, maybe a nurse. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Well, I guess I hope he's a doctor because this song, I guess, is for him. <laughs> Before you pour, pardon me, please, Dr. Collins. Day or night, he'll get you stuff like Dr. Collins. Dr. Collins. He's a free and better man, but pardon me and understand. He needs everything you have, Dr. Collins. He's around with his hands out, Dr. Collins. Take a sip from the Scodine cup, Dr. Cotton. Dr. Cotton. He's a man you must relieve, asking everyone he sees. Excuse me, pardon me, please, said Dr. Cotton. Well, 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 that movie was fine. Well, well, well. All right, Wayne. I guess you're uh, you're in the clear, brother. Um, I'm sorry there was ever any doubt. I don't think anyone really formally said that you were maybe responsible for desecrating his real doll, but I guess it was good to see you as always. Excuse me, pardon me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We we already been over this, brother. You get get just get out of our sight. You're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're a free man. We don't want to hear it. Uh, so, Dad, now that we've uh, at least taken away what who, <laughs> at least we we figured out who isn't gonna you know be responsible for this. Why don't we try to uh, tell everyone if there was any takeaways from this movie of our own, any unintentional lessons we've uh, we've come to? Well, like I had brought up before, I just think that CGI doesn't <clears throat> belong in hand-drawn animation, but mm -hmm. neither here nor there. And um, it seems like this is a a constant thing in movies too that trying to say that humans, you know, like our special thing about us is this that's our mortality you know what i mean that we're somehow you know that makes us special mm. and um it reminds me of in blade runner when uh terrell he says the light that burns twice as bright burns for half as long and you have burned so very very brightly 
Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you write that down or do you remember that off the top of no, your head? No, I wrote it down. Oh, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> that was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. The mortality making a special. And I think that sort of hits on the same point that I had that the, uh, the human spirit endures. It feels like it's just in our DNA to, to push through whatever the heck is going on. Especially us when we're, we're fucking up a, you know, a joke in this podcast. We just got to push through. That's our human spirit is, is moving past a bad joke. Uh, another one I had was there's no grieving and grind culture. This was the, um, I'm drawing a blank on his goddamn name, but the dude who had the boar head on as soon as his, you know, Rengoku died, yeah. he's like, I want to just start training again. And like goes immediately back into wanting to get, you know, even stronger. But sometimes you just got to let it be brother. You gotta, you cry it out a little bit before you. So uh, that guy has been basically brought up by, uh, boars. Supposedly. Wild boars. I don't know what kind of, uh, paternal instincts you're getting from boars i mean is is (laughs) is the idea that he like suckled from the teat of a boar how did he learn english i guess they just had to move on from wolves it's like nah we can't make him be you know brought up by wolves that's been done before yeah how about wild boars what about a bunch of pigs yeah (laughs) how does that sound some warthogs i don't think has anyone ever seen his real head yeah i've seen he's kind of like he has like a not a well kind of feminine look to him. He has like a pretty boy look to him, which was not what I expected. Really? Yeah, he kind of looks like a pretty boy, which is <laughs> kind of funny. Um, but how many people do you think have actually been raised by wolves? Because that's always been like something people say. I don't know. I mean, I think hasn't there been like they nah, say I... Re- Remus and Romulus of like Roman times or whatever. Well, that by was... a wolf, but that was an, a myth. Yeah. I know. No, I think it's just in the movies. I can't imagine that truly wolves would give a rat's ass about a human baby and then, you know, bring it up. Raise it all the way to be yeah, an adult. Eat it in a heartbeat. Is really a, what? Like a gorilla or a monkey the only people the only type of animal that could probably raise somebody like that? If, I'm trying to wonder if there's any animal that could raise a baby to at least thirteen. Yeah, Tarzan. Tarzan was a Well, I know Tarzan. <laughs> You act like that's like an empirical fucking point in history. Oh, yeah, the birth of Tarzan, yeah, right? Yeah, Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. So uh, that makes sense, at least to me. Hopefully the monkeys will... Uh, uh, maybe the monkeys can get in the babysitting. Nah, I don't think monkeys would give a rat's ass either. I think... I mean, they like kittens and like puppies and stuff like that. Think about Planet of the Apes. What about... They have like a secret serum in them. They're like Say genetic... The, the monkeys are like genetically altered. I know, but they didn't like us. But that was because I wasn't that something to do with the drugs. Like, it, uh, was it a rage component, or they just didn't like the way we were treating them? Well, that's the modern day Planet of the Apes. But in the uh, original, I don't watch the, what is that movie from the seventies? Yeah, sixties. That's a classic. I know, but the, the Charlton Heston, <laughs> Charlton Heston, seeing the Statue of Liberty at the end. That was classic. That's true. That is like an all-timer. Although, I don't think I've actually experienced that. Get your hands off me, you filthy ape. And then they're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Dude, stop it. And yeah. then like at the, there's the one part where the um, he wants to, uh, the woman ape, I don't know what her name, but she's like, she's going to kiss him. And she goes, ah, oh, I'd want to kiss you, but you're so damn ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking funny. So that, I mean, they do have merit. I can't say that the old, you know, Planet of the Apes are not good. I just personally haven't, you know, dived into them. But <laughs> how did we get there? I don't know, man. We're on. We're off the rails at this point, if you, you get what we I'm saying. We got a murder on our hands. So yeah. <laughs> we're all a little scrambled. I'm a, I'm, yeah, I'm a little We haven't right even now. checked in with Muskie. We don't even actually, what do you think, Miss War, uh, how would you describe Miss Joaquin? Can somebody pick up that 
doll head too. I mean, which obviously has semen coming out of the head. This, <laughs> as the song oh, it's would. a crime scene. I'm sorry. Don't touch. <laughs> yeah, maybe no one should touch this at all. Well, we get some yellow tape or something. And well, how would you describe Mr. Pinwa for the audience? He has a big mustache. Yeah, I think is the the most identifying characteristic about him. Yeah. How would you describe his hair? Um, it's uh, I think it's very wavy, like to the point yeah. where it's like crimped yeah, almost but it's sort of combed back yeah he's, like, he, he's a combed back <laughs> crimped hair it looks like he has waves but his yeah. hair is like down to his neck yeah which is kind of impressive so he might be mixed miss Wa- monsieur pinwa might be a biracial uh, detective which is kind of cool <laughs> what what would you say is one more defining characteristic about this uh detective who is about to come back and i guess tell us another uh, uh he's a large man large man would yeah. you say over 245 pounds or? oh absolutely okay so he's like yeah. is he super tall too is he like yeah. a jack reacher six <laughs> he basically five? has to buy two seats on the train wow know? yeah he i'm gonna say he's he's actually very tall too miss uh mr i can't even yeah. say miss one yeah. i want to say miss Wah. he's like ha- he's like hagrid yes <laughs> monsieur pinwa <laughs> is a large giant man <laughs> With a uh, crimped long hair and a, a huge mustache. He has to sort of duck down when he comes through the cars and stuff. And yeah, he shakes. In. Actually, the whole fucking, yeah, this thing yeah. is shaking now again. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, Mr. Mr. Pinwa, are you uh, are you back to tell us who isn't guilty of this crime against Muskie? Yeah, motherfucker, tell me who it is. I want to know. This is taking too damn long. Muskie, calm down. The man is doing his job. Yes, Mr. Uh, Muskie. I have uh, I have another man who will not be responsible for this crime, and uh, he is... Michael Bay. He's clean. Well, Jesus, we haven't even got to, to talk to Michael Bay, but... I hey, haven't. Yeah, uh, Mr. Bay. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Bay. <laughs> I see you over there. Um, hi. Let's, let's talk movies. Oh, hey, hey fellas. Um... This is uh this is strange. Didn't you call me the uh the the other week? We've been calling you every week with our cast list. Well, uh, you know, I, I We actually have a, a a number of movies that, you know, we think, you know, you would be, you know, ideal to direct or produce. Well, I I really appreciate that. I think uh, you know, you guys have some pretty good ideas and, you know, David, you you always, you know, know what exactly what to say to get me uh get me excited and You know, you a know, lot of these animes have a lot of misogyny so I, I we were thinking oh i'm sorry i mean well you know i the 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 idea that i'm a misogynist sort of plays into the idea that uh, i don't really care about women and that's simply not true i uh, i gave megan fox a whole career and you know david i think you have uh, some potential in movies if you're uh, you know willing to you know spend a little time with michael well we can sit down and talk well, let's let's hear Michael Bay's song first before we commit to hanging out uh, with this <laughs> strange man. I'd like to be in a movie as a Michael Bay production to get paid. He'd write us in, knows that he'll win. It is Michael Bay production for money. I'd ask my friends to come and see the guns I shot in the tits that I squeezed. I'd like to be in a movie that's a Michael Bay production and get paid. The fans would swarm, talk shows galore. 
and it invites everybody to the stage. Counting our bread on Michael's bed in a private mansion hidden in a cave. He'll make us drink and fool around because he knows he won't be found. I'd like to be in a movie that's a Michael Bay production to get paid. Well, Dad, I don't know if hearing that song changed your opinion on hanging out with Michael Bay at all, but it seemed like he would want us to drink and maybe do some stuff that we're not really comfortable with. So, all right. Michael... Can you promise that you wouldn't try to get us drunk and, I don't know, fool around like the song would insinuate? Yeah, I don't really know. Probably not. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> at least you're being honest. So, oh boy. Michael, you're you're free to go. I guess you can just get off this fucking train whenever you want. But we, we still got some people. We haven't even checked in with Patrick, Joe, uh, or Muskie, for Christ's sake. Muskie, you're still technically part of this uh, list of suspects. What the fuck are you talking about? I didn't do a goddamn thing to Beth. This is insane that I'm being... Held here against my will. No one's holding you here, Muskie. I think we're all just sort of hoping that you stop yelling about your real doll. And I think there's yeah, a lot. Unless of... you want to jump off the moving train, Muskie. Yeah. yeah. You sort of have to take the ride with us, okay? Yeah. Miss your Pinois is doing a, a really hell of a job. You sort of want to get off the train at this point when your love of your life is basically decapitated. Yeah. I'm starting to question your freaking motives here. What the fuck are you saying to me? Are you calling me a murderer? I'm not saying anything, Muskie, but... You better watch your goddamn mouth. <laughs> I'm grieving right now, son of a bitch. All right, Muskie. Yeah, it well, looks it. <laughs> it looks like you're going I through a lot right now. I haven't seen you shed a tear yet, man. Well, you know, I'm a complicated guy. My, my, you know, my history obviously makes it harder for me to express myself. <laughs> Whatever, Muskie. We'll check back in in just a second when uh, Pinois decides to let us know who else is not <laughs> guilty. But, uh, Dad, we got three lies and a truth because I guess you, me, Patrick, and uh, Joe do have to still do this game. So we'll make a quick stop in Louisville. As uh, before we head back to finish up this investigation, I guess. So, <laughs> three lies and a truth. Uh, so, Dad, entry number one. Released on October 16, 2020, the film was infamous throughout Japan for being a super spreader event during the pand uh, pandemic. Uh, entry number two. Demon Slayer was nominated at the 93rd Oscars alongside Soul, Onward, Wolf Walkers, and Shaun the Sheep. Entry number three. Demon Slayer's creator, uh, Koyo Haru... Goto G, uh, I'm not really quite sure how to say that one, who remains anonymous from the public, has been actively hunted since the release of Mugen's Train in the hope of getting a picture with the artist. And then finally, entry number four, with its blend of traditional and CGI animation, a single episode of Demon Slayer costs $80,000 to complete. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? Demon Slayer was not nominated for an Oscar. You locking that one in? Yeah. You were correct. It was not, it was wanting to be uh by obviously people involved but didn't have the clout even though you know it was very wealthy yeah but not good enough for an oscar and then the next lie i think is the one about uh the creator being hunted koyo haru being yeah. uh uh an anonymous hermit hiding from the the crowds you locking that one in yeah you are also correct. They are anonymous. They don't have any pictures I've ever seen. I looked up. They're apparently like 
for the most part, this prompt is is uh, is correct, except the fact that nobody's hunting them, to my knowledge. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're just this anonymous figure. So down to super spreader event or uh, demon slayer costing eighty thousand per episode. What do you think is the truth? What do you think is the lie? Um, is Erskine going to get those three points this week and hopefully clear his name? I'm going to go with the the one that sounds most plausible. I guess both of them are plausible, but I'm going to go with Demon Slayer costs 80000 to complete each episode. That being the truth? Yeah. Dad, you were correct. Yeah. Three points are heading to the Vipers, and uh, I guess he's getting uh, some sort of... Free pass by Mr. Pinoa for now. He does have to report back to the train with uh, Joe Cuck because apparently he was around the area when it happened. I don't know. There, there's a lot of things that Pinoa has been spreading around behind scenes that I'm only hearing peripherally. But uh, we still got a game to play. We're heading out, you know, to the stadium to uh, get thing, things going for were you paying attention. Um, so, Dad, I guess why don't we send this over to uh, our co-host to get this game rolling. You ready? Yeah. All right, Joe. Hit him with those horns! Welcome inside the Zoo Broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cuff. And to my left, I'm joined by Cliff Jockage. Cliff! Joe, how you doing? I'm doing great, buddy. And together, we're coming to you live from snowy Cardinal Stadium in Louisville, Kentucky. We're anticipating a great game between the Louisville Locomotives and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're XFL newcomer Patrick Vanilla Tanner Skines, hoping to keep the winds rolling as his MVP case rises, but he'll have to roll on this defensive uh, stalwart in Louisville and their headhunter in the box, Skeet Nutted on a Doorknob Wampler. Back to you, Drew. Wow, Skeet Nutted hey, on a Hey, I just want to say, Joe, uh, you look a little shook like uh, you've seen a murder or something. <sighs> well, uh, Cliff, I... I know this might be a shock to you, but uh, I was around some CD company earlier, and there was a tragedy on this train that was on, and there was a rat too, and some fucking six-five fat man who was from France. Really? Yeah, you. Uh, this maybe isn't supposed to be talked about in the broadcast. Obviously, but I must have been sleeping because I was on the same train. Yeah, Cliff, you're always sort of out of the loop at this point, but yeah. hey, we're we're trying to integrate you a little bit more, obviously. Fill me in. Well, a little later. Yeah. We got a game to. <laughs> I'll tell you back on the train. We seem to have some legal issues we need to work out. <laughs> yeah, guys, come on. Let's just fucking get this game over with. We have some legal proceedings to get to. Uh, so, Dad, question number one What style of breathing is connected to fire? Is it A, mist, B, love, C, beast, or D, wind? I believe it was A, mist. Mist? Alrighty, back to you, Joe. Drew, the Vipers are coming into this game with a lot of pressure on their shoulders, and it was put there by their quarterback during a 5 a.m. press conference in an ice bath on Monday morning, stating that he would guarantee a win. But after that last drive where the locomotives blew through the Vipers' line, he'll have to come through on that promise on the next drive as their punter Beef comes to whistle this one away. So what was it? Wind? It was uh, love. Love. Love was connected to fire. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, I don't really know how their power structures or their, you know, their, I don't even know. It's not bending. What what, what did they call f breathing? I think their breathing technique. Yeah. yeah. That, eh, I guess it was in the question. What style of breathing? But hey, well, we got to keep going with these next questions. So question number two, what lower moon ranking is the villain Enmu? Is it A, waning one, B, gibbous two, C, crescent three, or D, waxing four? 
It was wax on, wax off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, waning one, I think. Waning one? All righty, Joe, let him hear it. Drew, the second quarter is here in a flash, and the Vipers are coming in there. Top the ticket puncher package. Erskine hikes it. Three-step drop. He fakes a shuttle pass to the halfback, and now he's going to take a shot downfield. And it's caught! Saquon, train my dog to jerk off Chitterlin. Catching is the, de- <laughs> catching is the defense is slipping, and that's going to be a huge Vipers first down. Wow, Damn. Saquon trained my dog to jerk off Chitterlin. It's uh, tough when you just got paws. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have. They probably have the two paw thing. Yeah. It's probably more like they're using their dew ah, claws. Yeah. Okay. I've seen dogs touch themselves before. That's like a, a normal thing. Oh, I've seen dogs lick themselves, but I don't know about touch themselves. I've seen dogs definitely use the two hand wiggle on their dick before. Maybe I think it was in a video. I haven't seen it in real life. If I had seen that in real life, I maybe what? would have like <laughs> confronted the dog. You see a lot of shit on the internet, just like people, just like oh, look at my dog. I off. have no doubt. Oh, really? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Twitter is a Twitter is an incredible place. <laughs> I've seen probably more things I didn't want to see on. That Twitter. doesn't get freaking taken down on Twitter. Dog jerking off. Dog jerking off. No, dude. They welcome. Is that, that like a, you know, something you can look up like? Well, jerking off videos. Of course there is. I mean, Rule 34 is sort of the explaining principle that everything is porn and you can find it. But yeah, that that was trending. That's the reason I found it. it oh, was, no. <laughs> dog jerking off is trending someone sometime in like I don't know March. Who knows? But uh, we got one more question before halftime, and uh, Erskine is trying to fucking put this one in the end zone. So, Dad, question number three: What upper moon ranking is a Kaza? Is it A, full one, B, waxing three, C, Aquarius seven, or D, Gemini two? I think it was waxing three. Waxing three? Alrighty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, there's two minutes left in the half, and the Vipers are coming out, and they're tied a damsel to the tracks package. Erskine takes a snap. He takes a long draw back, and he winds this one up, and Erskine is going to take the deep stroke, and he hits again. Temecula stormed the capital for foot picks Iverson. Sneak away for a huge Vipers touchdown. Wow, Temecula stormed the capital for foot picks. What a horrible reason to commit insurrection against your country. But Horrible. Yeah, Mr. Iverson had, I guess, his priorities straight, maybe for him. Uh, so, Dad, we're heading into halftime. You have a, uh, a, a 10 to 0 lead. Uh, I guess Joe has to burst down and, and, and talk to Patrick a little bit more. So, uh, Patrick, um, I know we were on that train together. How do you feel about what happened? Do you think, you know, did you have anything to do with what happened to that doll? Absolutely not. I don't need no real doll. I get the real thing. So I wasn't even, you know, within 100 yards of that. I don't think that could be true, considering you were uh, just a few seats away. But we 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 understand what you were saying. Uh, d- maybe the bigger question Come on, is, Joe, you know me better than that. Oh, I, I do know you, and you are, uh, you know, <laughs> you you do like you're having a, you know you your sexual experiences, but you know I don't like to judge. I'm uh, definitely no one to judge in that respect. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. I do Thank have, you for standing up for me. Oh, of course. Uh, I guess I have one final question. Do you uh, have any fun snow day memories? Considering uh, it is uh, getting a little blistery out there. Any what? Snow day memories. It's a blizzard outside. The snow is picking uh, up by the oh. minute. Yeah, you know, I've I've played in some snow before. I can play in any weather. Doesn't bother me. Did it ever get snowy in Slovenia? Absolutely. Well, I'm uh, I'm glad you at least have some uh, history but, in the snow. You know, I always stayed warm, if you know what I mean. 
So you don't need a scuba suit. No. Brady never passed that one along for you. Nah, come on. Well, I, go, I don't even need, you know, I go freaking short sleeves you know and you everything. You wear a condom, let alone wear a scuba suit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, you know, I, I have to protect certain areas of my body, but, you know. Other than that. The upper half, it's, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Concussions, broken clavicles, whatever. Just as long as your dick is fine. <laughs> yeah. Cliff, you have any uh, experience in the snow game? You have any fun, uh, I guess, childhood memories, considering you only want to talk about high school? Yeah, well, it's funny you did bring that up. Uh, yeah, I did have a you know, a high school game where uh, we played in a blizzard. And uh, I basically, it was snowing so hard, I just kept doing QB sneaks. They couldn't even see me. Wow. Yeah, I ran for four touchdowns. That's pretty impressive. It was. What was the median age of your opponents, like 14 years old? Well, yeah, we were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to understand that it's not that impressive. Well, you know, I just like to talk about my glory days. I mean, you know, I wasn't the XFL. It wasn't always the, you know, the greatest. But, uh, you know, I felt like I uh, didn't get the, the proper chance to show my skills. Cliff, how did you get this job? Well, nobody else wanted it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. That sucks to hear. I don't know what that says about you, Joe, because I think you're a stand-up guy. I honestly do. Hey, well, I uh, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you uh, coming out here and uh, you know really giving your all, even though your anecdotes are kind of lame. But hey, we're all in this <laughs> one together, I suppose. Uh, so, Dad, let's just jump right back into the game, second half. Uh, question number four. What color eyes does Tajiro's? Uh, mother have is it a red b green c purple or d blue i think it was tajiro I i'm getting a call right. in from the sidelines no 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 fuck that oh joe he's gonna do the fuck that audible yeah wow all right i mean we know what's coming but let's hear it joe drew is the start of the second half and the vipers are going big and they're concerning trains in the basement package <laughs> Erskine Hexen, play action. He's got his tight end of the seam, and he's going to hit him over the shoulder. He's going to go deep, too. Touchdown, Vipers. Ray Ray, paint my dick black ocean. Make it look easy for the Vipers to take a commanding lead. Wow. I just think I should call out my own plays. It feels like every time you do audible, you can pull off a huge yeah. play. I don't think the coaching staff trusts you enough. You seem too erratic everywhere else in your life to be able to justify it. But you're getting closer. Your MVP case is rising, as you know, Joe <laughs> yeah. tried to say earlier. But uh, we still... I think my odds are really you know, good on FanDuel right now. <laughs> I don't know who else is even in the league. It seems like you have this rotating I, cast of receivers. It's pretty much a runaway at this point. You're maybe the only person who has a consistent drop. I might have to get knocked out and you know, miss the, the remainder of the season, but I don't think that's going to happen. I sure as hell hope not. I'm dude. going for the XFL Super Bowl. Yeah, once we hit playoff time in the XFL, or excuse me, in the NFL, you will have the real stakes. We'll have a Super Bowl for you. Nice. If you can keep this up. Oh, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. All right, so question number five. What type of orchard does Zenitsu run through in his dreams? Is it A, an apple orchard, B, a peach orchard, C, a lemon orchard, or D, a cherry orchard? I'm going to say it was peach. Peach? All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, the third quarter is in its final moments, and the Vipers are coming out in there. Gave the conductor an edible package. Erskine drops back. Another play action. He pumps up the cross, and he wants it all from the postman. And Erskine delivers with another perfect strike. Coriander dated my principal scratch and sniff. <laughs> Picking a clean out of the air, and that's going to be another touchdown, Vipers. 
Wow, 24 to 0. This is looking like another super blowout for Erskine, and I believe in him when he says he had nothing to do with that murder because he seems to have no guilt on his conscience. No. He's blowing past these motherfuckers on a snowy-ass day. It's like, you know, being a kid again in Slovenia. Who would have thought? <laughs> All right, Dad, final question. Let's put this bitch away. How many eyes does Enmu's hand have? Is it A, 1, B, 2, C, 4, or D, 6? Hmm. I don't even remember being any eyes on the hand. Is it the hand that's got the mouth on yes. it? Yes. Hmm. Oops. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to just go with one because I don't remember seeing any eyes on it. Is it on the palm? Um, no. But I'll let Joe tell you how this game ends. Yeah. So, Joe, let's roll this one out. What's going to happen? Drew, we're in another two-minute drill and the Vipers are set up in there. Seduce the cart girl package. Erskine takes a snap. Another deep drop back. The line is breaking apart and the defense is on his heels. And Pets just going to win this one across his body for a costly interception. Skeet nutted on the door off Wampler. <laughs> capitalizing on the bad throw by Erskine. And Skeet's going to draw this one back for a touchdown. Locomotives. Well, you know, you can't have them all. Yeah, whatever. 24 I gave, to 7. I gave them one. Yeah, you literally gave them a pick six yeah. just to kind of like tip your hat. It's yeah. like, all right, Skeet, you did me good. <laughs> I appreciate the effort. <laughs> So, fuck, Dad, that's that's Winter Winter Chicken Dinner. Yeah. Uh, I know we're heading back in the half. <laughs> I know we're heading back into the, the locker room. What am I on, like a four-game winning streak or something? I don't you might be know. like five, yeah. five or six. Yeah. I mean, you had to get three to get your um, your band. That's true. I so, think I'm like three after that, too. Yeah, you, uh, I can't remember uh, what two episode. Two or three. I well, think you're probably I'm either f- five or six. I think you have a five-game win streak. Yeah. I think this is one of your better stretches, especially because <laughs> you're blowing these teams out. <laughs> but, hey, we got to head back into the uh, the locker room and, I guess, keep up this energy because we got to go back to this train in just a moment. So we got to take a quick ice bath and uh, enjoy a little bit of this wine Gatorade, quite literally this time, because I have a, a special added component to this category this week. Uh, I have two very cold buckets of water beneath my dad's feet, or beneath mine and my dad's feet, excuse me. And I also have a special concoction, which is literally wine Gatorade. Uh, this is uh, some Josh Sellers wine and uh, a little grape Gatorade that I uh, bought from the store. And we don't have to have a lot of this, but we have to have some of it because we talk about drinking fucking wine Gatorade every single week. And we're going to dunk our feet in this cold water. And we're going to do some Would You Rather to keep uh, up the festivities of this 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 big 50. Ooh. All right. So my cold bucket is uh, is in place, and I can feel okay. the, the towel that it was on. Yikes. All right. Let's grab our wine Gatorade here. Oh, man. This is nasty. <laughs> it smells right. just more like Gatorade than anything. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ooh, that doesn't feel great. Yeah. Oh, that's really cold. Dad, cheers to 50. Cheers, 50. Ooh, oh, shit. Oh, it smells good. It doesn't taste bad. It just tastes like grape Gatorade and wine. I can barely taste the wine. Yeah, it really kind of feels like it's all Gatorade. Wow, the electrolytes are pumping through me right now. Yeah, come on, let's get through Yeah, this. I was going to say, it's getting really cold. <laughs> all right, Dad, so first, would you rather? My brain is frozen right now. <laughs> Would you rather become a train or be forced to karate chop people with TB contractually to cover up some sort of crime? (laughs) (laughs) So to explain the first one, you know, like Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah. How his like big fucking face is in the the front of the train? Yeah. That'd be you. You'd be like, you know, a Thomas type of figure living in a train yard as the train. 
Uh, and the other one is, let's say there's like an outbreak of some agent that gives a bunch of people tuberculosis. There's a, a TB outbreak and you're this hitman who has to go out and fucking, you know, tie up all the loose ends. And the only way that you can kill them is with a karate chop. First, first impression, which do you think you would rather be? I don't want to be a train. <laughs> train could be cool. Thomas, the tank engine. D- okay. I hated Thomas. Well, he has like a community of train people. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure he has like a lot of friends. Thank God I got somebody to talk to. Yeah, I mean the thing is with being a train like that, it probably would just get very. I mean, how do you take off any like sexual frustration as a train? You <laughs> you cause a train wreck. You ram into somebody. You just blow smoke. That's true. You, <laughs> it's all vapor. You, there's no real release. That's a that's a funny idea. Every time you see a train now, it's just the train coming. It has nothing to do with you know them trying to get people out of the way. I mean, the the idea of, like, killing a bunch of people with TB contractually to cover up a crime, I would say that you would probably get some good money if you're going to be a hitman. All you have to do is, like, find these people with TB, karate chop them in the throat, hopefully, you know, give them that that military discount (laughs) with a karate chop. So I'm killing people with TB? Yeah, to cover up a crime, which I'm assuming would be, like, some fucking testing lab. Uh, has a, a TB outbreak and you're sent as this hitman to try to round them all up. <laughs> Neither are uh, great. I mean, to either be a fucking train or yeah. to, you know, well, be a hitman. You know, if I'm going to have to go around killing TB people, I mean, maybe I just got to suck it up and become a train. <sighs> My feet are so cold. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to, I'm not going to be a train. I'm going to fucking kill the people with TB. I know that's the opposite thing that I should have learned from Red Dead Redemption, but, like, to be a train? I would have to be fed coal. I would be probably worked, you know, in crazy hours. I wonder if it would feel good that people are inside me. (laughs) Do you think, I mean, there might be some pleasure in being, like, I don't know, a fucking train person. You have, like, the tiniest penis under the undercarriage of the train. It's just, like, a regular-sized penis, but you're, like, a full-blown train. That would have been funny in the movie if it was revealed, like, oh, my God, this person's the train, but they f- see it because they found his, like, nutsack hanging <laughs> under the under the track. <laughs> that would have been, you know, the thing that made this movie actually good. If there was, a, if there was some truck nuts on this fucking train that told them that uh, he was the bad guy. So are you you're going with becoming a train? Yeah, maybe they shouldn't have gone for the neck. Maybe they should have just gotten right for the balls. What happens if you go on, like, a Tinder date? Like, you only have, like, a bunch of pictures in your profile. It's just your face, and then you get there, and it's a fucking What happens if you slice off a demon's balls? I mean, does that cause any damage to them? Do you think they could grow their balls back? Seems like they keep cutting off their arms, and they just keep growing back. Yeah, it seems like the stronger you are of a demon, the probably the easier it is to uh, do such a thing. I guess that's the whole question. Do demons fuck? Okay, do you think demons fuck harder than aliens? Because I think demons probably fuck harder than aliens. I think aliens probably don't know what to do with our anatomy, but I think demons are, like, you know, inherently sexual. What do you sexual. mean? The aliens are down to fuck. They That is their reason for coming down here. Oh, I understand that they have some idea of what their <laughs> sexual... That's what I appear... I think yeah, this it. is what you've been fucking laying down yeah. into the uh, this podcast for, like, 30 episodes, but... There is there is a, a difference in intention, I guess. If you're just an alien who wants to get off their rocks, you probably are just like maybe they don't even have a penis. Maybe it's all just like I don't know. They, they I don't even know you. what the the upside of being a demon is. They uh, don't. They can be killed, so they're not immortal. 
But they, they have and then power. it's just like, oh, you can have like unlimited powers. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. so you just fight people all the time and you know kick ass. And I think that's the whole idea of like being in a shonen. Like, it's very important to be fighting all the time and to like prove yourself as to being like the most powerful version of yourself. So in that sense, the demons are just essentially Goku or something like that. They just want to be the the best fighter, the strongest they can possibly be. I guess that's the whole point. Is just like. Uh, capitalizing on all the bad things that it is to be a human, being like power hungry and angry and shit like that. I don't know. That's what I can imagine being a demon is like. But yeah. hey, we, we got to move on because I'm fucking chilly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Would you rather announce how you feel after every drink or sip, or excuse me, after every like bite or sip from something, or carry one of your siblings in a box everywhere you go? <laughs> <laughs> so for the first one obviously you know how Rengoku was like eating his food and he was like oh tasty and take another bite oh tasty you would have to do that with like every sip of wine any bite you even have like a, a chip you have to expel yeah, how you feel that about was a it. weird scene man no it, he kept saying delicious oh I, I didn't watch the um, the dub version I watched oh you watched the sub version yeah interesting yeah okay that's uh, I, you haven't watched and he kept sub- saying delicious yeah. Delicious. He did tasty, I think, in the dub. Yeah. But and it's just like, I thought he was like on the spectrum or something, because he just looked like he was like entranced, you know, eating this box or whatever it was. I mean, he could be. There's there's probably some elements <laughs> to it. on the spectrum. Ren Goku probably had some, you know, social awkwardness, yeah. being a, a Shiro or whatever those things are called. But, I mean, that would probably be really annoying if you're just like yelling it out every time. If you go, well, who goes to a restaurant anymore, I suppose? But yeah, well, you would probably people would think you have Tourette's or something. You know? Yeah, which isn't like the worst thing in the world. Obviously, you can sort of live a normal life, but <laughs> either that or you're carrying your sibling in a box. I Troy probably weighs. Troy said he almost weighs like 200 pounds, right? Yeah. So that's a lot, and I'm only one six, one like 57. I'd have to be carrying a Troy around in this big one box. That'd be tough. I'd probably get really strong. My legs would be huge, but <laughs> they'd be you really. Couldn't impressive. do it. No, I don't think I could. I mean, the box would be have to like shaped in such a way that'd be easier for me to do it. But I mean, you would have to pick one of your siblings, or you couldn't carry both of them. You'd have to either pick your sister or your brother. Who would you rather pick, your sister or your brother? Who would you rather carry around? Oh, it'd have to be my sister. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think for this one, I'll probably have to do the announcing thing. Yeah. What? So what? I think it could be also co-opted. You could have like an Instagram page or something like that where that's like your whole shtick. You just like eat your meals and announce it to Instagram Live. I'm sure people would love that because people <laughs> just want instant commentary on everything that you see. You might as well go bite by bite yeah. explaining how you feel about something. It'd also be interesting at the point where you don't think something is good anymore. It's like, I'm sick. This is gross. I'm going to puke like after every single bite. That's always one turn to it, I guess. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's... you wouldn't be too popular in some restaurants. Ah, yeah. sucks. <laughs> I'm getting oh! constipated. That's the funny part too. It tastes like, like you... shit, <laughs> <laughs> sir. You can't be saying that out loud. What? I mean, I'm enjoying the food. Obviously not. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're enjoying the food at all. Um, all right, Dad. Final. Would you rather? Uh, would you rather be stuck in someone else's dream until they wake up, or wear a different animal head each day that's freshly made? So for the first one, every time you fall asleep, anytime you doze off, you're trapped in some random person's dream until they wake up, or unless you can find a way to wake them up. Uh, and the second one, whether it be a boar, a fucking wolf, a bison, whatever, a fresh 
head will be delivered to your doorstep every day that you have to wear to work through your whole rest of your day until you go to sleep and you get the next one in the morning. So you have fresh kill yeah. on your head. I'm going to take my chances in the dream. Really? Yeah. That, I wonder... It could be interesting. I I guess so, but it, it becomes the question of like what happens if something in the dream turns and that becomes painful to you. Because... That's what you always fear, like you're because you can't wake up from that dream that something would happen and it would affect you. Let's say it does. Let's say you know you can be affected in this dream. Maybe not. You can be seriously harmed. Maybe not killed. <laughs> the farthest I'll go is you'll be put into like a veg a, a vegetative state if uh, if something bad happens. You still you would still take the the dream. Yeah, one. I'm gonna go with the dream. I'm not gonna wear some stupid ass boar head all the time or. Yeah. It feels like Bear it would head. be stinky. The flies would be kind of like all over you. <laughs> also, like at my point in my life where I'm a single person and, you know, maybe I have to talk to a girl, having a big animal head probably isn't going to get me. No, that's not going to work. No, it's really not going <clears> to <throat> get me any positive attention, I think, uh, which is m- maybe all I'm ever looking for. And it's definitely not. Attention? Like no, it's going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get me a lot of maybe. Uh, I, I guess legal problems uh, yeah. in regards to everything else going on today. Yeah, you would definitely be called in. You think so? Oh, yeah. Come on. There's, like, the there's a guy here with a freaking boar head. I mean, they let people uh, walk around with guns. They walk like people do crazy shit all the time. Well, guns seem... is a whole different thing. I mean, would you be more concerned with someone? head on your head. Uh, okay, that's a funny uh, question. Would you prefer, or would you be more worried about somebody who has a boar head or someone who has like, an AR-15 on their back. Oh, well, if they walk into a business. Yeah, I would be more concerned with the gun, but... Even if the guy walks in with a boar head that's, like, dripping blood from it, <laughs> you'd be more concerned with the gun? As long as, yeah, I... Yes, I would be more concerned. Yeah, I feel like I would probably, you know, not dig that one. <laughs> for sure. Uh, oh, look at who, look who it is. Uh, Monsieur Pinois. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's good to see you. I, I didn't think you were going to chum join us in the locker room, but... I know we were taking our time to get back to the train. Uh, oui, oui. Uh, things have been uh, moving quicker in the investigation than I thought. And uh, I am uh, moving in on the, the true person responsibility for the murder of uh, this, uh, this real doll. <laughs> so uh, the next person up who is uh, not responsible for this murder is... Standing in the booth and click jockage Trying to Eiffel Tower a shark the man on the phone said, I'll make you a cuck. You know, they didn't even give it a choice. Christ, I know it sounds sleazy. I know I'm hard as can be. The way things are going, they'll make a cuckold of me. Finally hit the strip clubs with Patrick. Doing bumps of coke on a key. The rock ought to say, you better shut up today I'm with your woman, lay a pop and it's rock Christ, I know it sounds easy You know I'm hard as can be The way things are going They'll make a cuckold of me Damn, is that true, Joe? Did you get cucked by the rock? Um, well, I uh, I didn't really want to, you know, 
bring it to the forefront, and I'm confused how you knew about that enough to make a song, but um, yeah, that is uh, something that happened, and um, that's maybe why I feel so conflicted when he uh, calls me out and uh, says mean things to me, so yeah, thanks for uh, bringing that to the forefront. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Commissioner, I didn't know you were here. Joe, you're apologizing to the guy that fucked your wife raw? You know, he still signs my paychecks. That seems really problematic, and I <laughs> I don't know how that workplace dynamic works out for you. It seems like that maybe shouldn't, but hey, we uh, we got to keep rolling. We got, I think, one more category before we have to call in what we think here, because we're going to come down to two, and what's going to happen after that is uh, we have to make our guess one or the other, and at the end, I'll, uh, I'll have Pinwa <laughs> reveal who the murderer is. So, Dad, we're at uh, Ghibli all grown up. We're, I guess, heading back to the train, but we're going to try to uh, picture maybe a better situation for ourselves or at least try to have fun while we're uh, figuring out what really happened. Um, so, Ghibli all grown up, bits, get sequel ideas. Anything that you wanted to contribute, bring up, say before we, I guess, do the thing that I probably think we're going to do? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to bring this one. Bring- I got nothing. Hey, that's uh, that's fine by me. I'm always happy to uh, contribute a bit for us to do, so... <laughs> Uh, I had uh, an outlaw like Rob's a train. And being that this was half of my week spent trying to figure out this thing due to Red Dead Redemption, I'm just going to lean into the cowboy thing. So uh, would you want to do that, outlaws Rob a train? Sure. All right, cool. Let me uh, set a timer real quick. So three, two, one, go. All right, everybody. We're waiting on one last cowpoke. And this is, uh, this is the man our boss has been telling us about for weeks now. I don't have to tell you guys all this, but uh, obviously this is a big deal. It's the, the last train uh, heist before we get the hell out of Dodge. And this is why uh, boss brought on this special man. So uh, everybody be on your best behavior. And that means you too there, uh, Riley. <laughs> yeah. I know you uh, have a, a propensity to throw in the white hood and start making a goddamn ruckus, but this is a no-guns operation, and I'm sure our friend will be able to tell you the same thing. How the hell are we supposed to rob a train? Are we robbing a train? Yes, we're robbing a goddamn train, Riley. Are you fucking drunk? <laughs> well, I am a little hungover. <laughs> but, I mean, damn it, I can't be robbing a train without my gun. Trust me. The, the the man we got coming for us is going to be uh, all we need. He's a secret weapon. This is why our boss brought him in. Oh, oh hey. secret weapon. Yeah, this this is uh, this is him trotting up with his horse now. <laughs> hey, everybody. You guys ready to get down and dirty with this train? Yeah, brother. Let's uh, let's get uh, everybody acquainted. Do uh, you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Howard. I'm uh, Howard Cinch. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a professional outlaw. And I'm here to help you guys uh, pull off this 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 dangerous gig if uh, the money is right, as I'm told it's supposed to be. Yeah, well, uh, I've been told that we don't need guns. Well, you're f- uh, what's your name, brother? Riley. Riley, you better keep your goddamn gun in your holster, because we're not going to take a single gun out today. We're not going to fire a bullet. I don't even want to see a knife. I'm going to conduct this operation by myself, and you guys are just going to stay there collecting the cash. Wow. Does that sound fine by you? Sounds great, man, considering I'm a little hungover. (laughs) Yeah, I've been drinking. I'm sorry. But it sounds like like you got under control. I hate how this guy is being kind of cool, the fact that he thinks it's, you know, okay to be drunk right now. But, hey, you know, this is apparently the operation that we're I'm not drunk or hungover. You sound a little drunk to me, my friend. Well, maybe a little. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh shit! Here, uh, here comes the train. All right, set up that dynamite over there. We're gonna stop it and then uh, get this bitch completely stopped, and then I'm gonna hop in and uh, start collecting the money. Dynamite. Yeah. All right. Uh, you you run the wire, and uh, I'll I'll pop it off when it's ready. So. Riley goes off to fucking set up the dynamite, and we, we see the, the train coming towards us. And at the perfect time, I, you know, hit the switch, and the, the thing goes off, and the, the train starts. And um, we storm it. We, we bust in there. The first carriage we see, we, we are pointing our guns. We, you know, have everything out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we didn't have our guns. Yeah, that's what I thought I said. No <laughs> guns. Everybody put those things away. <laughs> Sorry to scare you, everybody. My name is, uh, let's just say my name is Howie. And I'm here to uh, make this a lot easier on everybody. You are being robbed. My word. I am not giving you a cent. Uh, fucking Howard slaps the dude in the face. Hey, did I say you could speak, motherfucker? Oh, that was, that was strangely erotic. <laughs> All right, you queer. How about you fucking, <laughs> how about you sit down for a goddamn second? And I'll, uh, I'll tell you exactly why you better empty your pockets. So I, uh, I undo my fly. And I, uh, I I whip out my penis and it's it's bleeding at the tip. Everybody, take a good hard look at what this is, because I'm gonna say it once. I'm gonna say it not again. I have penile tuberculosis, <laughs> and anybody who doesn't give me their money in the next goddamn minute is gonna get a, a coffin spray of blood all over their face. My word, that's disgusting! I can't believe you would touch me with your penis. I thought I said to you to shut up, and I flick my 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 blood dripping penis at this <laughs> this man and it starts to like sizzle on his skin ow ow this hurts it burns yeah that's what I thought this dude is like recoiling on the ground Riley start collecting money from all these uh I'm gonna tell you right now I'm a little scared don't worry, man. It's like a viper with its poison. You, you just you're 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 spreading freaking disease everywhere, <laughs> and I don't have my gun, and I am freaking freaking out, boy. That's why you wear a, a goddamn bandana. You put it over your mouth and your nose too, and that's how you prevent this shit. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows. Yeah. Mask up. <laughs> I'm tired of masks. Damn it. <laughs> Hey man, cholera, it's tuberculosis, and everything—it's—it's—it's it's, it's attacking the penises of our country. We can't be arguing about this. Collect the goddamn money. So uh, Riley is going person to person. <laughs> Sir, why are you doing this to us? We're just the kind folk. You're taking our money. We need it. Yeah, why are we doing this? What do you mean? We're fucking outlaws. I have an infectious disease coming out of my penis. I need everything I can get. <laughs> Sounds like all we're going to be doing is paying for your doctor. I'm sorry, uh, Riley. Is there a goddamn problem with the plan? Because ever since I got here, you seem to have a, a something to say about everything that I want to do. Yeah, well, I like guns and I don't like bloody penises. That's crazy. Sounds like you got I think anybody here on this train right now would rather take a bullet to the head and get a freaking bloody penis. Passengers, you behind me? Yeah, we don't want anyone to touch us with their bloody penis. <laughs> you can't be pandering to these folk. They're being robbed. They'll say anything. Come on, Riley. You can't be turning things on me. <laughs> What about you boys? Come on, what are you thinking? I don't know, man. This is pretty crazy. Uh, I didn't think you'd have a, a, you know, I didn't think this was going to be a biological terrorist attack. What the heck are you, a terrorist attack? I don't even know what that means. This is the fucking, you know, the civil war just happened. What do you mean terrorist attack? Yeah, buddy, I think this is, uh, this is crossing the line. I don't think I want to be a part of this anymore. I know I don't. I'm bringing out my gun. You step one more freaking, any closer to me, I'm going to fire. You point that gun at me, son, I'm going to point... Something at you. I raise up my my fucking dick to you. 
and I, I have it like cocked like I'm about to, you know, shoot some poison at you. What do you got to say for yourself, Riley? Is the day you want to die? I don't know. Let's freaking see who's faster. <laughs> All right. Even hungover, I think I can put one right between your eyes. This Bl- is... You bloody penis bastard. I can't believe this is happening while we're trying to do a goddamn crime, but fuck it. You crossed the line. <laughs> uh, apparently, I crossed the moral code <laughs> that you pussies won't fucking cross with me. So let's do this and if let's I be over with I wouldn't know what was involved, I wouldn't have even been here. <laughs> All right, so we go. I'm too hungover to take this shit. All right, so we go back to back. We take a, 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 a ten step drop. All right, three, two, one. Bow! Oh, right in my eye! Oh, <laughs> Jesus, I help me, oh Lord, please help me! Oh no, I got tuberculosis stick in the eye, damn it, oh fuck! You like melt like the Wicked Witch of the West? <laughs> Just become I'm like dying. <laughs> you can make up a puddle on the ground. Oh! And let that be a goddamn lesson to any of you fucking you son uh, of a bitch, <laughs> smart asses who think they can uh, say anything without giving me the money. I didn't know you had the freaking quickest dick in the fucking west, you motherfucker. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm known as having the quickest dick in the west. That's for goddamn sure. That's what every woman has ever told me. If I wasn't so fucking hungover, I would have fucked you up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's uh, that might be a good place to fucking call it. Now that I've, uh, I guess, shot a cum load in your fucking eye. <laughs> After I gave you a, 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 a tuberculosis facial. Oh my god. Yeah. I. What's the future of that character? What's he's probably? Is he dead? You think uh, Riley dies after this? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he doesn't have some sort of, you know. Well, either that, or he just has like one eye now. I think he went blind in one eye. Yeah, that, I think he recovered, but he's blind. Yeah, he probably has like an eye patch, and yeah. he's living in exile somewhere. And he, you know, recounts the day that he tried to turn on his uh, his superior. It's just my lazy eye. I'd be like, going, "Hey, man, no, I got a patch on now." And I yeah. always tell the day that Howie. Shot a load of this dick, fucking <laughs> a bloody load on yeah. your face. Yeah, that that I survived, but you know, I'm one of the few men that have a uh, lived to tell the story. Yeah, he did take my money, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a, uh, it was uh, I'm glad he left me my life. I needed it. I needed to be able to change. Hey, I mean, that was a decent bit. The penile tuberculosis. It feels like essentially the bit that I've always wanted to do with any cowboy thing. Just you know, being. Chronically diseased, but also wanting to be an outlaw. You know. Yeah, well, I'm troubled that I was part of it, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, Riley has been deformed, <laughs> yeah. and uh, probably will never recover. Well, I'd have to take it to the eye. I don't know, but yeah, well. Uh, so that may or may not have been a good bit for us, but we're trying to figure out if this one is going to be on our best of our best list. So, Dad, let's put this one on the Rushmore, uh, because oh yeah, because we have. I guess one more song that we have to do before we have to uh, officially have the last two. So, uh, Mr. Pinwa, now that we've uh, come back on the train, I, I see that you are uh, primed and ready to let us know about who the, the next innocent man is in this investigation. Oui, oui. I have, uh, I have done due diligence, and uh, I am uh, currently doing a semen sample on uh, what was quite a bit of cum inside of the doll. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the lab results will be with us shortly, but uh, currently I have uh, come to the conclusion that the person who committed this murder is not Patrick Erskine, better known as Vanilla Taint.
the truth <laughs> <laughs> well patrick i can't believe we got out of this mess uh completely unscathed i told you i don't need no real doll that's true it seems uh it seems like we almost were framed in the way that this was positioned i can't believe we were involved as the uh, usual suspect yeah i do have a track record but i'm telling you right now i have nothing to do with a real doll Hey, I'm. Uh, and I don't even know who this Musky freak is. You, you've you've met Musky. We've we've sort of all met Musky at this point. I, I can't believe that you would say. Well, that. I'm trying to diss myself <laughs> right now because. Hey, come on, Patrick. I've given you fucking more drinks than maybe these two other jackasses who were doing the podcast all the time. Yeah, that's true. I can't believe you just tried to throw me under the goddamn bus, dude. That was fucked up. Now it's just me and Rory. Are you kidding me? So what? Am I supposed to suspect my roommate, my rat roommate? Well, maybe he's feeling a little jealousy. Hey, I, I never did anything. I can't believe you guys are trying to, to blame me on this. Rory, you've you've gone through several voice changes in the last couple episodes. I can't believe you're even implicated in this, but you're one of the last two people that it possibly could be, including Muskie. Muskie, I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about being one of the only two people left at the suspect thing, but... Yeah, it's fucked up. What do you... I mean... How is who is this Miswa Pinwa fucking dickhead anyway? You know who who what does he know? He came in out of nowhere, said he was a detective. This man looks like Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say to that Muskie. It feels like you're just sort of Muskie. You you're sounding a little little guilty, quite honestly. Fuck you! I ain't fucking guilty. I mean, hey, I see you putting your finger near that jail button. I am not going to jail for this. I didn't do anything. You know, if anything, I believe it that Rory did it. Hey, man, that's fucked up. I didn't fucking touch your, your nasty-ass real doll. Hey, you watch your goddamn mouth. Hey, guys, come on. We, we have a couple more categories. I do find it hard to believe that a, ra- a small rat could fucking take off that android head. You know what? I, 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 uh, I'm not the detective in this uh, you know matter, and I'm going to let you know Pinwa figure it out because, uh, quite frankly... 
I didn't do a goddamn thing. All right, Muskie, we'll uh, hold your word to it, unless some freak <laughs> random person committed this act. It's not looking very good for you, brother. brother. No, it's not. Well, uh, let, let's try to round out these categories and get down to the last two. So, uh, Dad, best train movie of all time. I uh, compiled a few, and let's see if Mugen's Train gets on there, but it's probably not. Uh, so, does Mugen's Train beat out uh, Murder on the Orient Express, Strangers on a Train, Train to Busan, or Unstoppable? No. No chance. No chance. I... You know, you have to ask just because of the the popularity of this movie and the the the. There's money. obviously quite a few fans out there that would probably think that this is maybe the all-time greatest train movie they've ever seen. If that's true, that's kind of sad. Yeah. If you truly think that this is one of the well, greatest train movies ever, you're talking to a sixty-year-old man who you know has no real history with anime. So I'm sure the younger crowd today thinks that this is you know. You best. you actually might have seen more anime movies than most people I know. More people have probably watched anime TV shows and having like a lot more hours logged, but you've probably watched more t like movies from anime than other people. Oh, that might be true. Because I I mean you know not to use every anecdotal conversation I've had, but not many people like watch anime movies. That we're sitting here at number fifty means I've watched fifty anime movies when I probably only had maybe four or five under my belt. Yeah. Yeah, you entered into this raw, and uh, all these movies have raw-dogged you, I can imagine, <laughs> at least <laughs> mentally. I know they have for me, some of them, uh, but that was an easy no for me, and uh, I think it, you know we can pretty comfortably move on to uh, what is you know our live-action Netflix recast. Usually we want to uh, you know stop talking about this movie, and to be honest, I really want to stop talking about this movie because... Oh, shit! Yeah! I thought we were gonna do a, a recast, but it sounds like, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for a celebrity deathmatch? Yeah! Bring them out! Wow. This is uh, a surprise to me. Like I said, I thought we were just gonna do a, a, a traditional Netflix recast, but the Celebrity Deathmatch music, once it gets played, it's pretty much, you know, a battle has been set. So, uh, we have- It's only a fitting at 50, though, we have a Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah, and this is uh, a little bit harder for me to, uh, to aggregate in terms of who was gonna participate, so I kinda did a broad strokes of a lot of different things that we've talked, out, talked about throughout the show. Celebrity-wise, movie-wise, so there's a, a smorgasbord of options here. Um, so, Dad, why don't you pick our first uh, opponent, or a first member of the deathmatch, and uh, the middle one is going to be the weapon, and I believe the last one on the right is going to be the weakness. So why don't you start with a person? Steven Yoon! Steven Yoon! Our boy! Yeah. Wow, well, what, we haven't talked about Yoon in a lot. Wow. I think Yoon just sort of like lives on in how we feel like we, we wish we could cast these movies. It feels like Yoon is like the number one option most of the time. But what is his uh, weapon and weakness? His weapon will be <laughs> Wolverine Claws. Nice. Ooh, okay. So yeah. that's, I mean, those are adamantium. Isn't that what the metal is? What's his weakness, though? This might yeah. throw him off his Let's rocker. See if Yoon is gonna be able to utilize these claws yeah unless some <laughs> bad thing happens oh this is not good uh-oh <laughs> he's got baby hands 
<laughs> so Wolverine Claws with baby hands is like maybe the worst possible uh, version of that. They're probably like little needles now. If they're like little baby. Yeah, claws. he can't really, you know, manipulate them very good with baby hands. I bet that would still be deadly. They're just like very sharp. They needles. are, but he's just he's just not as you know yeah. proficient with them. I bet they are very hard to move and like be dexterous <laughs> with. So Steven Yoon with his baby hands is gonna have to fight uh, Johnny Depp. Wow. Okay, so we got some star-studded affair already. His weapon is going to be. Uh, oh, so he's just injected with adrenaline. So that's his like his addition there. So he's a, yeah, a jacked sure up dude. Johnny is injected. I feel like that's just Johnny yeah, Depp in general. Yeah. His weakness though is going to be he turns into a pigeon every hour. <laughs> so let's, oh, I don't. Man. I think even Baby Hands Yoon is going to be able to take out Pigeon Boy Depp. That is that's without a doubt. That's yeah. not even a fair fight. Adrenaline pigeon though. I, I don't if the fight even lasts an hour that's really the question yeah but he just you know he's gonna slash him I mean it doesn't even matter I mean he's just gonna freaking yeah impale that pigeon him. yeah so, sorry Johnny yeah Johnny is the first one to go in uh, episodes 50's uh, <laughs> death match here so what's the uh, the next two that are gonna fight up and we'll do kind of like the uh, I guess we'll do four like we usually do. <laughs> So baby hands is still in it. Yeah, you you got to keep him off to the side because he's gonna have to fight. That'd be funny if he had to fight Trump. Ooh, I can't remember hands. if I put Trump in here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, the thin lip king, Tom, Tom Holland? Holland. Yeah. Wow, the thin lip Reaper. Yeah. Coming out of retirement, coming out of the Spider Verse to uh, <laughs> to fight a fight. And a his weapon is. Indiana Jones whip. Ooh, okay. Wow. So not the most deadliest weapon, but no, it is but, certainly harmful. Know, Could poke an eye out. He's probably making a play for uh, Indy. Yeah. Well, Indy. he's going to be in the new Uncharted movie, which is like a treasure hunting type of thing. So, But his weakness is... <clears throat> what? Centaur, but <laughs> with goat legs. <laughs> <laughs> so his bottom half is a goat. And he is, uh... Oh, he's a centaur with a whip. Well, that's not the that's worst That's not the thing. worst yeah. thing. It's certainly... I mean, to be a goat, though... Yeah. Well, goats can be nasty. Yeah, but they're, like, they're not going to run very fast. I feel like... I think his body is, like, slim enough to fit on a goat, though, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so... Little, you're trying to say he's a little top-heavy? Uh, maybe in this respect. <laughs> we got baby hands, we got goat legs. Yeah, <laughs> goat legs, Holland. Uh, so he's gonna fight Lindsay Lohan. So hopefully, wow. I don't know what uh, you know she's gonna bring to the table here, but that's Lohan gonna be bad. is definitely wanting to have a good showing here for sure. Oh, okay. Um, you're gonna like this. She has a machine gun anus, <laughs> so she can fire out shit at a machine gun rate. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> you think Lindsay Lohan has a machine oh, yeah. gun ass? Yeah, that's well, why she doesn't get any work. I don't think that's why. I think it's because she has a she's, drug problem. <laughs> she's. <laughs> She's fighting, you know, it's like she's repeating like a howitzer over there. Yeah, she's too gassy to get yeah. a real job. That's the funny part. Well, let's see what her weakness is. Oh, this is bad. This is really funny, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Lindsay Lohan with a machine gun anus uh, has a weakness of having Cam Newton's decision making. <laughs> <laughs> so she's firing in the wrong direction. She's firing yeah. just willy-nilly oh, with no. her shit. She can't hit freaking anything from like 10 feet away. No, no. Oh, my God. She She's going to take a whip around the throat, and Holland's going to hang her like a fucking... Yeah. He, oh, he's he's going to just her, yeah take his whip right around her neck, and probably it's going to be nasty. Yeah, he might even hit some of the shit out of the air, which would be kind of impressive. Sorry, Lindsay, but uh, you're firing ass 
might have been a good weapon, but you can't hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah, because you're uh, kind of washed at this point. It doesn't seem like you're going to be able to come out with a win here. So, Dad, <laughs> what's uh, the next opponent we have? <laughs> All right. Oh, Taylor Swift makes an appearance. Woo! Wow, wow. I love me some T-Swift. Oh, boy. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. She's going to need a good weapon. I, I hope think so. she's just going to kill people with her voice. <laughs> no, her lo- voice is lovely. <laughs> she's going to be riding Aladdin's carpet. Oh, okay. Right. So she has a flying ability. That could yeah. be, you know, used but to her But her weakness advantage. is <laughs> has to ride tricycle. <laughs> oh, wow. So those are sort of... So she has to be on a tricycle while on Aladdin's carpet? That feels dangerous. Yeah, it doesn't even sound... Yeah. Doesn't even seem plausible. It's dangerous for her, but I don't think it's going to be dangerous for her opponent. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a lot there that I mean, she'd have to like use the 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 carpet as the main thing to like barrel into people. But if she's on a tricycle on top of it, she's just going to get thrown off. Yeah, she's probably going to hurt herself. Taylor Swift is going to break yeah. a bone, but hey, maybe she's going to get put out of her misery by whomever her opponent is. So she's going to have to fight. My queen, Sydney Sweeney. Oh, no. Yeah, the euphoria princess. Well, at least it's girl on girl. Yeah, we, we need more of those. Uh, her her weapon is the plastic bag from American Beauty. <laughs> so she's going to maybe have to try to suffocate fucking Taylor Swift with this plastic bag. But her weakness... Yeah, but can she even reach her on... Yeah, That's exactly. true. And her weakness is that she has uh, elephantitis of the genitals. So in her respect, maybe she just has, like, giant lips and a clit. Uh, Elephantitis of her genitals. Yeah, that's problematic. I mean, I'm thinking. I'm gonna have to say for making these. Taylor Swift is is gonna take her down. I think she probably would too. Yeah. I think even if she launches herself in the tricycle and she can like whip back in such a way where she hits him in the face with a wheel, I think there's a way that she becomes like a projectile type of weapon <laughs> on her tricycle. Yeah. While Sydney Sweeney is just weighed down by her her huge pussy <laughs> in her fucking plastic bag that she's trying to like swipe at Taylor. Yeah, there's there's no weapon there. So we'll do one more round and then we'll uh, duke it out with the uh, the four that we have here. So who is uh who is your next one up? Lana Condor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got our Condor girl. <clears throat> she's been in quite a few of our live actions. Almost all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Her weapon is Kermit's banjo. Oh, very nice. Yeah, she's going to play it horribly and drive people insane. Or just bash it over their head. Oh, yeah, that could be a way of going about it. Yikes. She's got TB. Tuberculosis? Yeah. Wow. That could be a weapon in itself. That's kind of true. She could be uh, a biological terrorist in the same way that our She lures them in with her uh, banjo playing, and then she coughs in their face. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, yeah. I she's, don't know if Lander, Lana can play the banjo, though. Uh, I guess it really doesn't matter. Uh, the yeah. thing is just attracting people. She can pretend. She's like, hey, come on over here. I'm going to play your song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, hey, everybody gather and around. And then she, you know, shoots Louie at somebody's face. And mm-hmm. She gives TV. penile tuberculosis. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see who uh, Lana Condor's opponent is going to be. She's going to have to fight Margot Robbie. A lot of women. Oh, I wasn't. Wow. I had a lot of dudes in here, and I didn't expect to pick all the girls. So let's see what her weapon is. She has the ring from the Lord of the Rings, so she'll be able to turn invisible. invisible. What other powers does the ring have? It's like the invisibility thing is the only thing that I think That's Frodo the only thing ever I did. knew about. 
There's some other stuff I know, but... Well, no, they... Like, the one dude that was wearing it, he was sort of invincible, wasn't he? Like, the first... Yeah, I'm sure I'm it not, gives... I, I shouldn't even talk. Let's just to... say it gives you invisibility as okay. just, like, a baseline. That's one of the things, yeah. Yeah, because that's at least what Frodo is able to do. And I don't think Margot is going to do much more than Frodo. But her weakness would be she has to walk on all fours. So she's going to be invisible, but she has to walk around like a monkey or a dog. Yeah. Against Lana, who has tuberculosis. With a banjo. The banjo. She can take She's going to take her down. Do you, I mean, <clears throat> does the invisibility thing give Margot Robbie just enough time to maybe, like, work up a plan? Well, think Because about she has it. to be able to see her to cough on her. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, invisibility is just going to make you, it's going to be a huge advantage. Hmm. So you think Margot is probably oh, going to come yeah. through there? I would have to think so, too. I don't think Lana maybe just going to cough herself into a fit and then, you know, Margot can come over with a rock and bang her over the head or something. <laughs> but, hey, we uh, we have our top four. We have our, you know, the semifinals here. So uh, let's go Margot Robbie versus the, the one that you just had before. Or Well, don't we want to, like, organize them? Pick the name and then figure out. They yeah. still have their same. Yeah, we'll repick whomever. So I guess just put the person in there. Oh, are they going to get new weapons? No, we'll just pick whom is fighting against who. Yeah. Alright, we got all four there. Alright, who is going to fight who? Tom Holland. Okay. The goat. <laughs> the goat centaur Tom Holland versus... Steven Yoon! Ooh, Steven Yoon with baby hands and Wolverine claws. This is... This is like the one in the two seed going at it right away. Yeah. Uh, this is tough. What was uh, Tom Holland's weapon? He had <laughs> he had the whip. Oh yeah, he had Indy's whip. I have to believe. Mm, do goats run faster than people? Uh most animals do. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think Yoon? Yeah, or... well, I think Yoon was already at a disadvantage because he had baby hands, but I don't remember who he fought. Do you think uh. the whip though? Because of the the sharpness of the claws, the thing you can is, cut is at it. He's got goat legs, so he's probably a little faster, a little mm. bit more nimble, and like uh, he has around. a whip, and he doesn't have to get real close. So he'll probably, you know. But did, do get you it think wrapped around Yoon's neck, drag him down? Well, and he could even him. cut it. I mean, if he like he wraps him up with a thing, yeah, he's but probably he, gonna. He only has like wolverine claws i mean well wolverine I guess they claws can, yeah. are incredibly sharp yeah that's true he'll cut right through the the whip and he'll be able to probably like bum rush him because his whip is going to be taken out and then he just has goat legs and he's just going to fucking you know yeah you're i think you're right because at the end of the day if he can just keep cutting the whip i mean he doesn't really have a weapon i mean I don't if he, he get the th i don't think he's going to stomp him you know what i mean yoon would have to get in close i think to win this fight he would have to avoid the whip which is going to be long distance because he's going to be running around with his little goat feet. But if Yoon could get in close and use his baby claws, I think yeah. he's going to be able to win against that one. Yeah, I think it goes like five rounds, but I think Yoon comes out on top. Yeah, he hits them with a knockout punch, <laughs> a Jake Paul-esque knockout punch. He just wears them down, you know what I mean? The whip just keeps taking, you know, damage and he gets a little tired. Yeah. He's not really, you know, in good shape. I mean, yeah. He's got goat legs. He, 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 yeah. He's a centaur. He wanted... You know, real horse legs, but yeah, and he's his, been cursed with goat legs, so and very thin lips, yeah, and that seems to be you know enough <laughs> enough of a death yeah. sentence for most people. Yeah, he's breathing heavy, and uh, Stephen Yoon takes him down with the claws. All right, it sounds like Stephen Yoon is going to get onto the next round. 
So right. we got Margot Robbie and is it Lana Condor next? Uh, we'll see. Or no, that wasn't the person who won. It was Taylor Swift, I thought. Well, I guess we'll know. Taylor Swift mm-hmm. on and her then carpet. This is blonde on blonde violence. If it's going to be against Margot next. And Margot was the one who had uh, walking on all fours and she was invisible. So Taylor Swift on her tricycle and Aladdin carpet versus Margot Robbie on all fours invisibly. That's a weird battle. I don't know who has the advantage there. Yeah, that's that's going to be tough. I feel like both, like, because Taylor Swift could just technically hover above wherever to buy herself some time. Or at least to buy herself some, you know, the time to figure out where this girl is. And then Margot would just have to wait on the ground for her chance to strike. Or she's going to, you know, I don't even know. I feel like Taylor Swift has probably still got the advantage there since she can fly. Yeah, but she doesn't really have a weapon. She is the weapon. I imagine she's launching herself now. That's yeah. how I'm imagining this. But she's on a tricycle. She's on a carpet. And Margot Robbie, what's her weapon? She's invisible, and she's fucking got the... Uh, she has to walk on all fours. She's got the ring ring on. Yeah, well, she can ring. lay low when she comes by. She jumps on her. Do you think she would ever Put get her in low a enough? Hole. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So if she gets low enough is the problem. She have to wait, essentially, until yeah. Taylor Swift gets like... Well, Taylor Swift's just, you know... Searching around. Searching in the yeah, in the dark type of thing. Mm. Trying to find her. <clears throat> so we're saying that she'd be like screaming over like, Hey Yeah. And then she'd be swooping in and then she'd jump on top. I'm sure Margot could wait in a tree or something. She could be at an elevation where she could get uh Taylor, you know, in a chokehold like you said. <laughs> I can see that happening. So yeah. I mean I- I'm on, you know, I-, I think Margot Robbie can you know, in a Regular she's also fight would take down Taylor Swift. You yeah, Taylor she's Swift? also been trained probably for like a movie or something yeah. to be in martial arts. Taylor Swift hasn't done anything like that. No. So I think you're right. I think Margot is probably the the pick there. I right. think she has to uh, usurp Taylor Swift here, and and you know the tricycle has to go down. The Aladdin's carpet has to be burnt, and <laughs> Margot has to walk on all fours out of here and do her next battle with Steven Yoon in the finals. And I think this is pretty clear cut that Steven Yeun's going to win. Even though Margot Robbie is not going to be able to, you know, she can come up on him but as soon as she engages he gives her the claw it's over. Yeah. She feels any like arm around her or arm around him or anything. He's probably like slicing down. You know, and once she's bleeding, the invisibility thing is going to be. has got a true weapon. I mean, and Margot is just invisible. And I gave her, you know, the benefit of the doubt that she could take down Taylor Swift. <clears throat> but she's not going to take down Yoon, even though his hands are small. But his claws are sharp. Yeah, very sharp. Yeah. I think it's right for Steven Yoon to win, you know, the 50th episode. I think, because I agree. I don't think, because once you get Margot bleeding in the situation where she's invisible, she's going to be, you know... It's going to be a cakewalk for him. He's just going to be able to track her down and kill her the rest of the way. Yeah. I mean, I think at 100, we'll have to bring Yoon back. and uh, We'll have to get Yoon on the show. Yeah. In Japan when we go to the gym. And the new celebrity death champion, Steven Yoon. I feel like Steven Yoon might have won our... Steven Yoon, baby hands. (laughs) Baby hands, uh, Wolverine Wolverine man. man. I think Steven Yoon might have won another celebrity death match for us. Are we (sighs) sure he hasn't won before? Well, we're going to have to do, aren't we going to do a best of show? Uh, that's true. We will have to figure out. And uh, we're going to have to figure out 
All of our stars. Our celebrity deathmatch uh, winners. Our champs. Wine winners. We also were rating everything like five stars for six months. So, <laughs> well, that's not true. Some of them were like lower stars. Yeah, but, but we can still, you know, yeah. personally look at them and say, yeah, we gave this like five, you know. We can whatever. hear what we th- really thought about it. Yeah. After the fact. So I agree with that. Because like five freaking, you know some stupid thing. I mean, that's not as good as like five, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> I know what you're saying. So, Dad, last call for alcohol. We're, uh, I mean, we're about to head right into, I guess this is the, the station for a, a train. We're about to be getting off this thing. We're, I guess, almost back home. We've done the the loop, and this, this crazy ride is finally coming to an end, and we still have some questions to figure out, whether it's uh, Rory or, or Muskie. So, uh, Monsieur Pinwa, would you uh, would you mind coming over here and letting us know who uh, finally committed this crime? Whether it can even be considered a crime? Oui, oui, I'll be right there. This fucking guy. Oh, hello, everybody. I'm uh, I'm finally here with my uh, my deduction. I've been able to uh, uh, solve this crime. And uh, no one will ever be, uh, you know, worried about another real dog killer on the loose again. Muskie, last chance. How do you feel about this? I'm innocent, motherfucker. I didn't do a goddamn thing. And um, whatever this 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 French pussy has to say is uh, is malpractice or whatever you can, you know say when it, you're being framed. That doesn't sound very good for Muskie. Uh, well, Monsieur, who's not guilty? I suppose is maybe the best way to put it. Well. Uh, the, the person who is uh, definitely not guilty of the murder would be... There's somewhere in the dark tunnels of a perverted man's ass lived a young rodent named Roratuna. One day he got shitted out for another guy. Never gave Rory a goodbye. Rory didn't like that. He said, I'm gonna eat that ass. So one day he scurried into town, bought himself a nibble in the local men's room. Rory Ratune ate his way through every man's ass in the county. Rory said, come, bring on the next bum to help me move on from his ass cheeks. And Emma, it seems, had shit on his dreams by shooting him out in the toilet. His name was Jabril, and he called himself Bill. But everyone knew him as Pico. Now he and his man, who called him. We're in the bathroom at Old Muskie Rory busting and grinning a grin He said, gentlemen, open those assholes But Stan and Bill thought And then said, why not? And Rory chowed down
Yeah, motherfucker, I told you I didn't do anything. I would never touch that dirty-ass doll. I've seen the things you, you, you do to it and you leave it on the couch full of semen. Hey, motherfucker, those were supposed to be, you know, I let you live in my home. You can't be saying this to me. Hey, come on, guys, stop fighting. Rory, obviously we know you didn't do it. Monsieur Pinois, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you've gone through the process. Are you formally accusing Muskie? Yes, it's, uh, without a doubt that uh, these, uh, these Muskie uh, not only uh, filled this, this doll up to its semen to the very brim, <laughs> but uh, also, to my deductions, tried to have sex with it during the blackout and uh, simply broke off her head. Muskie, I mean, that's quite the allegation. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Well, um... Well, when you put it like that, I, uh, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, you know? It got a little dark, and, uh, you know, Beth, Beth, uh, Beth made a move. <laughs> and uh, I hate to say that she asked for it, but she kind of did. And do I feel bad about it? I'm torn up inside. So, uh, good on you guys for making me feel like an asshole. But, yeah, I, uh, I fucked my girlfriend to death. Sue me. It seems like you wanted to sue everybody else, Muskie. I don't know. <laughs> are you mad or are you not? Well, at the end of the day, Muskie, she's not a real person. Muskie, do you realize that? She's not a real person. She might be a real doll. But you need to really think about what you're doing. And maybe give up on the robot. Put up. Get some human flesh. Are you capable of that, Muskie? I mean... Of course I am, but I can't change real girls' pussies. <laughs> a real doll allows me to to make my 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 perfect woman. Everything I've ever wanted is Beth. She sings better than I could well, ever ask for a woman. She She's obviously smarter. wasn't that perfect if you had to knock her damn head off. It was an accident. She wanted to get freaky on the train. <laughs> no, Everybody does. She didn't want to get freaky. You did. Oh, this is fucking with my head. I, uh... I don't, fellas, I... You need therapy. I can't believe this. I'm... Yeah, Muskie, you kind of went through a lot to blame almost every single other person on this train. Not only including, uh, you know, Patrick, your roommate, uh, but also Michael Bay and Lil Wayne. <laughs> it feels like everybody you could have possibly pointed your finger at, you, you hoped would have taken the blame for uh, the desecration of this doll of yours. But lo and behold, you fucked yourself, my friend. Probably more times than, you know, once. Yeah, well, you know... You can't teach an old dog new tricks, uh, I guess is the best way to put it. So you've learned nothing? Is that what you're saying? Eh, maybe I did, maybe I did. You know, this was uh, this was kind of fun. It <laughs> seems like you guys uh, had a bunch of shit prepared for it, so, you know, at least we had a good time out of it. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I need to be single for a while, guys. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to let this one sit for uh, a little bit because, you know, Beth taught me a lot. Beth taught me about who I wanted to be as a man and... Uh, what I'm capable of. <laughs> How much love I have in me. It seems like you left a lot of love in her there too, Muskie, so I'm, I'm sure she's going to remember you if that's possible for such a thing, but... Uh, <laughs> is that your maxim this week? Is that how we're going to sign off for you, that you've uh, learned that you need to maybe date again? I'm going to do my best. But, uh, you well, know... I'm glad after 50 episodes that <clears throat> you've come to this realization, Muskie. You know, I, I wasn't around for all 50, but you guys uh, definitely let me in in the last, you know, 20 or so. And I think I've grown a lot as a man, and you obviously don't appreciate the, the growth that I've, you know, putting, putting out there. And, you know, nothing has changed. I just want to reiterate that. You guys uh, are still not my friends because you, you put this on me. 
and uh, well, I'm gonna hold I, this against you. I ask you this, Muskie: Can we still record our podcast in your bar? I mean, of course. The <laughs> there's no other platform where I'm gonna be able to, to you know, tell people the shit that I gotta say. So, you know, hopefully we can all continue on this journey together. Uh, like I said, we had a good time. We learned some lessons, but I'm I'm kind of fucked up. So, you know, let you that be what it is. You think? <laughs> I used to think you were crazy, but now I can see you're nuts. Yeah, well, uh, I guess I'll see you guys around. I'm gonna have to take this uh, this. This broken doll back home with uh, the rest of them. No, oh, yeah, that's right, Muskie. And I think you need to apologize to Rory. Yeah, Muskie, I'm uh, I'm kind of hurt. That was really fucked up. And I'm uh, like I said, I've been living with you for a while. You, you've opened your not only your home to me, but your ass. <laughs> you weren't supposed to talk about that, buddy. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, well, all is forgiven on my side if you want to, like, let bygones be good bygones, Rory, but, you know, no crime is actually going to be uh, put against you, so let's uh, let's shake on it. We're all good, right? You know, roomies? Whatever, you fucking loser. <laughs> Damn, Rory, that was rude. <laughs> Dad, it looks like all of our characters are just sick of each other at this point, so... Maybe we gotta head on to uh, Notes on Arata, so now that I'm off this fucking train, I can get on my Uber and go the fuck home. Dad, Notes on Arata, anything you want to bring up before we go? Yeah, I'd like to apologize to the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, to uh, Ringo and Paul, if you're listening, my B. I just love you guys so much that I had to write awful songs to yeah. your music. We were inspired by the uh, recent um, Get Back Beatles, yeah, document, yeah, Get Back. <laughs> Yeah, that for sure. I almost wanted to do and a full... And we love the Beatles. We're huge fans. And I'm sorry that we've distorted your songs in such a way, but at the same point. We're having a good time. Yeah, it was fun. Don't try to ruin our fun. No. Yeah, this is exactly what you guys would have been cool with back in the 60s. So if we get hit with a cease and desist, I'm going to be upset with you. And after 50 episodes, I don't know, we've probably had some questionable things but at the same point it's all in good fun at least that's the way we look at it and um yeah we haven't done anything that's outright awful i think we've <laughs> 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 i think we've probably been offensive and we probably have maybe tread the line um but you know to say that we're awful people at 50 i don't think we're there yet we've definitely completely you know messed up the show to a place i never thought it would be but here we are Yelling at rats and being upset about our, our, our broken real dolls. So, hey. Uh, <laughs> why don't we do a, uh, a Jackson Maine to, to round this bitch out? So, Dad, this is the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? Um, it's okay. Mm. I like um, the wine Gatorade more. Yeah, that was... Uh, I'll give the wine Gatorade five now. <laughs> um, uh, this is like three and a half out of... Five um, Demon Slayer dreams. Okay, I'll do uh, I'll do three and a half for the wine Gatorade, and I'll just do three for the regular wine. But I'll do it out of uh, five. Oh, suicides to get out of a dream. That's <laughs> the movie. So yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this very musical episode. It was definitely all the fuck over the place, um, but. If you guys like what we're doing, leave a five-star review. Uh, and if you have a movie suggestion, throw it out there, too. We always like to do a little something. 
Uh, Lord Kobe, if you're still out there, we do plan to do Mardok Scramble uh, as we head into our 50s. So, you know, two and three will 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 eventually be part of this episode list. So maybe if this is just for you, <laughs> we at least have that on the horizon. But yeah, we have our Christmas special coming up. We have a clip show that we have planned that's going to also take a little bit of time. Uh, to compile just yeah, because end of year extravaganza. Yeah, because I don't have a producer. I don't know if we really want to bring up everything from last year or this first fifth or well, we're actually two years. No, we're just no. A year. It's just like a year yeah. and a half or something, or a year and yeah. three months. A little over a year now. Yeah. But I think I think it's going to be a good idea to at least kind of see where this show rounded into the current shape that it's in. Whether that's even good is up for debate. But hey. Just like always, we have no idea what we're doing, and hopefully on the other end, when, <laughs> hopefully on the other end, we'll be able to figure out if I can even fucking talk. But uh, until then, we're just gonna have to see you guys next time. Yep, and bye bye, bye bye, and uh, we gotta play one more song because we forgot to play the Musky song. So Bring we're gonna it on. we're gonna send you out with this. Me, Mr. Musky, rents to a rat guy in a spat. He's a shit talker. Creeps by the school down the road. Asked a girl to carry his load. Leaves it home until he's exposed. Such a dirty old man. Such a dirty old man His papa said Dipped out of town Made musky frown Went to be a soldier Has a real doll He calls his queen Shot a man In his own country Always shouts out Something obscene such a dirty old man Dirty old man Well you should see party boy Patrick His cannon armor skills are truly electric Well you know he's no saint but all the girls he contained Yes you should see party boy Patrick Yeah 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 Find him drinking in the best of his bars He's the XFL's one superstar His family tried to step in But he paid no attention Yes, you could say it was truly bizarre Yeah, yeah, yeah And don't drink a drive <laughs>